0: mentally prepared for a for a group podcast like we used to do um but with with select people who won't talk over each other right
1: <laughs> right you know what uh one of the best questions your wife can ask you is yeah what do you know do you want uh, to tell me why is clary texting me right now or what's <laughs> it? no can i make you a sandwich that is uh why did Mrs. D.T. Offer yes, you I've that? got I've got a couple sandwiches here. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Wait, yeah, is that a, a is that okay, okay if I have a sandwich on older brother? That my have, wife. We made don't me? have sandwiches. We have sandwiches. Sandwiches. Yeah.
0: Sandwiches, because I guess that pisses people off when we say sandwiches and not sandwiches.
1: You know, I I came home from a hard day of hardly working and. Uh, my wife immediately asks me. Mrs. DT asks me, "Can I make you a sandwich?" And I'm like, "Yes, you can. Absolutely." Wow. Was this uh, normal, or is that why you're so flabbergasted? <laughs> no, you know what? it's uh, fairly normal. It's fair. I just thought it would be a great way to open the older brother podcast. It's the, it's uh the dream is real, gents. The dream is real. If you choose a smart STEM or accounting
0: girl, mm-hmm. that's the trick, boys. That's the trick. Because um. Yeah, the GF made me this. You ever hear of zoodles? What zoodles? Z o o d l e s. Zoodles, some kind of noodle. Yeah, it's like a noodle, but made from zucchini because okay. they uh, they can be shredded. So if you're doing keto or no no carb, I don't. I didn't know there was a difference. <clears throat> you're just going carb crazy. Um, it has the consistency of noodles, so you can eat once again things like Chinese food, Japanese mm-hmm. food. Uh, anything like uh, all the good food, basically. like
1: cauliflower rice. It's I think like cauliflower make... rice, right? Yep. Uh, but and it's more none food... of that. None of that here at DT's compound. No way.
0: What you don't have the cauliflower rice or the zoodles? No,
1: no, I don't. Mrs. DT occasionally will do something like that, but
0: no. Well, you you don't believe in the keto or the keto or the no carb thing? Well, I, you... I
1: I believe in eating bacon and steak mm-hmm. and. Yeah,
0: <laughs> right. But like it's the that.
1: carbs, man. It's like that,
0: and it works. I know everyone's a oh, little get rid of the carbs. Yeah, but have you ever actually cut the carbs?
1: I I'm on limited carbs now. I would I would guess I I have bacon in the morning and green tea, and, and then for lunch I have nuts. I do have a banana right. or two. But all right,
0: all right. So yeah. you're yeah, you can't. Nobody could go without carbs and total. Right. Your brain needs it to survive. But you're basically doing that diet then. mm Hmm. Not right now. Ooh. Yeah, I was about to say, except for <laughs> now. <laughs> it's so sad. When we were kids, like all we wanted was ice cream and chocolate and cake and pure sugar. And now we're we're old and we're just happy if we can have two slices of bread on a sandwich.
1: Yes. Oh. And with spicy pickles. Good.
0: Oh, is it the famous oh, what, Dave's uh oh. devil spit pickles? Devil yeah. spit, yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Oh you get mm-hmm.
0: the that Mrs. D T made that for you.
1: Well, she put the pickles on the side. Uh-huh. So I had to put the pickles on the sandwich.
0: Okay. But did she make you see now? That's another thing is when they know you so well, they actually make you a sandwich you know you're gonna like. Oh yeah, I mean instead of you having to say, No, I want this and this and that, they just take care of it. Everything is taken care of. That's one of the nicest things a woman can do is where it's all all the, where you don't have to make one decision.
1: Well, they were right there. I mean, she did a great job. They were right there. So I think she figured because she put my favorite spicy mustard on it, she uh-huh. thought I would maybe be overloaded with my favorite spiciness mm. if the spicy pickles were on there too. So yeah, you know, she but did she, a good job.
0: She but she didn't say what do you want? How do you want it cut? Mm. It was just taken care of, right? Right. Well,
1: oh. oh that's uh
0: yeah, one of the nicest things that a couple times so, I've come back. Like, the dream is dreams. real.
1: The dream's alive. Yep. It is. Not for everybody else though. <laughs> well, are you gonna watch oh. the basketball game tonight?
0: Oh boy. <laughs> no. Uh is it the final four basketball game you're referring it's to? It's
1: a championship.
0: Yep. So this is the this is uh it's not the final four anymore. minute, it's the final
1: two. It's the final two, yes.
0: No, I um <laughs> I I dude uh speaking of of the GF and the dreams being real. Uh so uh
1: the GF was driving through St. Paul Airport. You ever been there? Uh St. Paul like the no, the main one or the No, 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 there's, there's a there's one? a
0: there's a smaller one on the Mississippi River just down the cliffs from St. Paul. A lot of people I guess don't know it's there. Yeah, I've never um, been there. No. She was driving past it today coming uh, back from work and uh she says, "I couldn't believe how many private planes there were like lear jets and everything like that and then it's a smaller airport but usually it's cessna's and crappy planes flying in and out of there mm-hmm. and then she says you know what it was i'm like what she says the final
1: four right. i'm like right.
0: <laughs> is there that many douchebags coming to this town to watch a fucking
1: basketball game yeah i'm sure all the horrors are just raking in the cash but it, is it i remember the Ryder cup was here a couple of years ago was that true, or the Super Bowl was here even more recently than that? Yeah, Super Bowl, more, Super Bowl more recent. I can't remember when we now Ryder Cup is uh, golf, right? Golf, right. And I remember the Ryder Cup. Uh, people were
0: able, and that's why that's why I'm so confused. Where people were able to Airbnb their uh, homes out for egregious sums of money wherever the golf course was located, but I was just shocked that there was that much interest and that much traffic coming to watch a golf game right that would drive prices up that much and now it's kind of the same thing this is this is college basketball right yes
1: this is all right it's the biggest i would say it's the biggest tournament sports tournament of the year like including professional sports yeah i mean yeah it i would say so i mean it's just so many teams it's so well run um yeah, it's every year. It's this time. Everybody's been cooped up all winter, you know, and it's over. What in a month? Not even a month. So it's just, it's just nonstop for a, a few weeks. God Almighty! Just to watch
0: guys dribbling an orange mm-hmm. sphere, one end back and forth, and
1: I—that's
0: <laughs> what I, I, I used.
1: Don't... I used to watch, but I—I I only watched a couple games this year. Just you know, I'm too busy. But you know, it's it's okay to just sit down and rest a little bit, and watch a game.
0: Yeah, I, I suppose, but to fly in your private plane right. and get a hotel, to then have to Uber or catch a limousine, I, it's not even an issue of how much money you guys. It's not the, it's not the money. It, it's the waste of time. Mm-hmm. Like if you're that highly compensated that you got a Lear jet that you're going to charter it and you're going to fly to watch the final four in a state that's about to get sixteen inches of snow here in the next forty eight right. hours,
1: <laughs> you mean, <laughs> right.
0: you're nuts. I know you got you got your priorities wrong.
1: Yep. But they might make business deals. These sporting events, I bet you there's a lot of business going on.
0: I I suppose yeah, the big wigs who have to come in and watch the show um but it's you don't own these teams, right? They're all owned quote unquote
1: by the colleges. Right, but I mean like if somebody's got tickets and they're trying to get a contract from somebody, they'll you know, this is the wine and dine them type of thing where you take them to a sporting event like this. Then you can write that, write all those expenses off.
0: Yeah, see, if I'm ever a billionaire and also right. I'm wheeling and dealing, someone says, hey, do you want to come to the game? Fuck you, no. How about we go <laughs> right on a goddamn motorcycle that's used? How about that? No, let's go for a hike instead. No. Wait. Do you want to be cooped up? in st- Oh, God, that would just be like assaulting me. <laughs> Forcing me. Have you ever gone to like um they're playing where are they playing? I, I now I'm assuming they're playing at the Excel Center, but are they playing at Target no, Center?
1: No, they're they converted um the Vikings Stadium.
0: They converted the Viking Stadium. Yeah,
1: there's like 70,000 people in there watching, you know, yeah, a <laughs> basketball court.
0: The basketball court's gotta look like a like a postage stamp right. on the nose, please see. How can you even tell who's what's going on?
1: No, I don't know. the jumbotron probably. They're probably well, just sitting there watching why didn't the you television. You know? go to home?
0: Why didn't You just stay at home if you're gonna watch a goddamn screen.
1: Yep, exactly. God. <laughs> That's just the way that it is now. It's it doesn't make any sense. So.
0: Just, and then there's times like oh, I can understand the Muslims. They got a good point. I got a real Yeah, good you point. wonder
1: how much security is is for that, you know. Too much. That has to be a target. So.
0: wait, Yeah, I know it's kind of. I just. Oh
1: God Almighty!
0: A basketball of all things. Mm-hmm. I. I the Super Bowl, I can see since it's bigger. That's the biggest sporting event in one night. Correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. Say yes. That would beat uh, the Final Four championship game. Yes. But the Final Four lasts. It's a month long competition. Between scores of teams or something.
1: Well, it's like how many weekends, or it's um, maybe it's only like three weekends. It starts Thursday, ends Sunday, and then starts again Thursday Sunday. and Sunday, then, and then for the final four, it was just uh, Saturday and then Monday night.
2: Okay, I, and I then think,
1: so I think it's three weekends. All right, but and it's he, just it's nonstop. It's just you know there's there's games going on all day. I mean, it's it's so the it's number of minutes played. The, it together. The,
2: it's
0: the biggest sporting event in the United States because of the numbers of minutes played. Yes, there's like forty or sixty games going on, but it lasts a month long. There's that many games played, and so by the end of it, it's it's just another championship game. We're just watching a season, right? We're just watching a basketball well, season for college.
1: I mean, it's a single elimination tournament, so every game is basically If if you lose, you're out. So there's a lot of drama. There can be a lot of last... I mean, when you watch the NCAA, you really could just tune in about five minutes from the end of the game Uh and watch it and see everything that you need to see. Because they're getting so desperate. Yeah, they go down to the... A lot of them go down to the last second. A lot of drama. (laughs) People crying or whatever at the end. Okay, yeah, right. (laughs) I
0: don't have any sympathy. If you're crying over because... Bob Bobson from wherever Clemson threw the ball into the hoop better than Frank Frankelson uh, from yeah. Temple or whatever. I don't. I truly don't care uh, if you're crying or you are stupid as hell if you are crying over a game or throwing a, a remote control through a TV screen. I just oh. <laughs> well, I was in a good mood until you
1: mentioned this. Thanks. <laughs>
0: now my blood pressure is back up.
1: It's before. I mean, this is the pre. This is the pre-game podcast. And we you, could we could do an analysis. Of did the game. I
0: ever? I wanted to talk about. I got in my old notes, but the Super Bowl came and went. Did I tell you about the '90s? At uh, 90 hours of sports analysis, they advertised. What? There was a Super Bowl commercial, and whoever had the broadcasting rights—maybe it was uh, Sports Center or ESPN, whoever, whoever was going to have the sports thing showing—they <clears throat> said. The, the Patriots versus whoever the other team was, because it doesn't matter because the Patriots always win. This right. Sunday, Minneapolis, with and they said 90 hours of sports analysis. Oh, my God. And I'm like, 90 hours? That is, you. how many hours are in a week? 168?
1: Oh, so what, did they do this like the whole week?
0: Yeah, no, I think they did it before and after the game. Okay,
1: yeah. I'm like and nonstop. I,
0: yeah, nonstop. And
1: that's so why you I want to- hum- sleep. So you can sleep. Right, right. That's <laughs> Just, what I was saying.
0: How many hours dream, in a week?
1: You and dream get, about analysis. You
0: got to get a. <laughs> yeah. Well, but what analysis? Fuck that. What analysis is possible? There's a doctor. <clears throat> okay. Oh, doc, uh, my heart hurts and my left arm. I don't feel it no more. It's kind of tingly and I'm weak. Well, that's pretty important to- analyze that's a pretty important diagnosis (laughs) that the doctor must he must conduct an important and relevant analysis or you go Mm. take your car in oh hey there's smoke coming out of the engine and the the mechanic would look at and then that's that's a pointed reasoned purpose analysis uh but dick Dickelson. Washed up semi pro from 1987 wearing his fucking suit. Oh, see there, Bob. <laughs> he has to throw the ball for 90 hours. And that's why I was thinking look, it's already painful and watered down and pointless analysis to begin with. But mm-hmm. if you're going to have 90 hours, what are you, are you analyzing the possible toe fungus on Tom Brady at that? Oh, what type of toe fungus is it there, Steve? Well, Bob, we don't know. Reports coming back and uh, will this affect his game? No, will you? He- He's gonna put on some, uh, what is it? The anti-spray. Ben Gay? Not <laughs> Ben Gay. It's, it's a spray. I used it when I used to hike a lot in hot areas because I would get athlete's foot.
1: Uh, yeah, it's an anti-fun. I can't remember what the main anti-fungal spray is. Yeah, I thought it was Ben Gay, but it's not.
0: No, no. Ben Gay is a hot, 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 icy cold thing. Oh, for cripe's sake! It was a spray. Gold on medical powder. No, or, uh, no, you can put that on, and that might prevent. Hang on, this. I'm not gonna remember this spray for my athlete's foot.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it's a jock itch spray.
0: Kind of like a jock itch spray. Canactisin, Lotrimin, right foot. Where's the where's the main one? There was one that like back in the day my dad would use like Absorbing Junior? Nah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's <clears throat> I, I just Anyway, I'm glad you're here, and we're not going to do 90 hours of sports analysis on the, uh, on the Final Four, except to mock and ridicule them, and uh, I am happy that uh, Mrs. DT made you a sandwich. I think that's a better story there. Than- Who's even playing in the Final
1: Four right now? Um, it's Texas Tech and Virginia, I think. Oh, okay, good. And so you got to cheer for Texas because... Taxes? Tech, no Texas. You just got. They're the more Republican state, right? Right. right. If I'm going to cheer yeah. for a team, it's usually who's
0: more Republican.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But these are both universities, so you know. See, you could make the argument Virginia Tech. That's a bunch of STEM majors, so those guys are probably no, it's, more no, Republican. It's
1: Texas Tech, Texas Tech. Oh, versus and Virginia, what? Virginia State, or just Virginia? I don't. I don't know. It's just Virginia. I have to look it up here. No, it's all right. We <laughs> don't have to. All right. I, I just. <laughs>
0: hang on i gotta take a
1: look let me see there you go Come well yeah, i've been so busy eating my sandwich i gotta see what what's going on on the yeah, how big is
0: this sandwich that you're eating man? there? like you know, i, I would have I finished four sandwiches by now no it's two sandwiches it's two sandwiches are they big
1: no. well, regular size but cut in you know cut in half triangle sure. shape sure yeah. you cut off the crust because she loves you no no i like the crust
0: Oh, you like the crust. All right, I'm just looking at traffic in downtown. There's there's stuff downtown traffic-wise, but nothing. I I was so cheering during winter that they would get iced out and there'd be crashes and uh miserable weather and people's cars would not start and we did get a little cold, but it wasn't cold enough to end the
1: festivities. For for the for the um the Super Bowl, you mean? For the Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah, right. Right.
2: Yeah. It doesn't
0: dump it doesn't dump 16 inches on us then. Oh no. no. It waits until it was almost 70 degrees today. I right. f- Oh, DT. It was beautiful, yeah. Oh, it was wonderful and not only that, you know what a good omen is? Good spring omen to tell you that the summer's going to be great. Oh, in Minnesota? In Minnesota, yes.
1: That the well, summer's going to be great. Not
0: for the commoners. I'm talking superior people like me.
1: I don't know. It's, I'm clueless on this one.
0: It's when the motorcycle fires up without you having to put a trickle charger on it. Oh, there you go.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, so or went, spray the starting fluid in the in the, in the carburetor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: No, there was there was nothing. I I uh, well, I do proper winter maintenance, so I uh, you know put the stable in and all that. But the weather was so cold. I'm thinking like that that da- that battery has got to be dead. It has got to right. be dead. And uh <clears throat> I said, "You know what? I, I and I, I just started taking apart the motorcycle to get to the battery cuz the battery's in a real bad position. I should have
1: rethought that before I got this bike, but So yeah. you're pessimistic? No, come you on. Well, it up. Many... You're like, "I'm going to I'm going to take it apart a little bit and see if it starts up."
0: Well, no, you don't have to take it apart to start it up. Okay. And so then when I realized how involved it is, I'm like, "You know what? Let me just throw it on. See if it So I put the key in, turned it on, the lights came on. I'm like, "Hey. Bam. There's hope." Uh I put in the clutch, put up the kickstand, uh pulled out the throttle, fired it up, and on the second time
1: she went. And my truck started up too. I just parked my truck for the whole winter. And really, usually I have to So yeah, maybe that was an omen for me too. Yeah. Bam, just started right up.
0: I I thought it was for sure with what? 2 days below 30 below?
1: Yeah, the Polar I, th-
0: I thought there was nothing that would be alive. I'm thinking like, yeah, I, I might even have to get a new battery. But uh, no, it was it was wonderful. I uh, <coughs> hauled some stuff out to Wisconsin for storage and uh, came what? back. You're having... minimalist. What? I am a minimalist, but there's we're moving. Okay, get this. We're moving into an even smaller apartment than the the place okay. I got now. So there's a lot of my stuff that I haven't even had out. This has just been sitting there. This is like the boxes that you've been carrying with you from college and you've never unpacked them except maybe once or twice to look at, oh, I do need to keep this, you know, like birth certificate or something like that. Right. So um, these things, were not going to go to the apartment, but they are destined for South Dakota. And and, uh, so I did have to haul some of that stuff out there. Uh, So we have enough room in the small, dinky little apartment that we'll inevitably be moving to. Uh, but then I got back, I beat rush hour, very happy about that. And then I'm like, you know what? It is such a beautiful day and it's going to snow another 16 inches here in 48 hours. Yeah, uh, I'm like, I'm just going to fire up the motorcycle
1: while I got the tarp off of it. And by God, it, it did fire up. So see, I went for two walks today at work. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, of- usually I only take one walk and then I'm like hardly working, you know, and mm-hmm. I look outside and I'm man, it is really nice out there. I checked the, check the weather on Google, 65 degrees. Fuck this. I'm going for a walk. So (laughs) was it because it
0: was so nice or you're so bored working at your gig?
1: Oh, it's both. I mean, but it's mainly because it was nice and it's like these kinds of days, there's not very many of them in Minnesota. So yeah. Not this early. No. yeah, Yeah. You have to take advantage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 uh, I did enjoy the day for what, what time I could, but yeah, I was, oh
1: dude, <clears throat> do
0: you know how long it's
1: been since we had the
0: last older brother podcast?
1: See, see the last podcast you did was with me and that's <laughs> with drunk DT though. And so I was like, man, the last podcast Aaron did was with me. I'm going to see if he wants to do a DT's redemption. So right, it's been right. a while for the older brother for sure.
0: Um, since t- Clary
1: was a week ago, I think. And when I was all drunk. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been 28 days. And you know the main huh. reason why? Oh, man, you got to be busy trying to get oh, ready to God. move and all that. I,
0: and you know how I feel when I can't get stuff done? hmm Oh, my God. And I wanted, <clears throat> I drove out to Vegas, dropped off a car. Um, what else? Just did some house maintenance and all that other stuff. Took the flight back. And I got back and I, you know, and I won't lie, I did do a fair amount of hiking out there. I did a little bit of golfing, but there was also a ton of work to do. And I got back, I'm like, you know what? I don't know the last time I took a full weekend off. Oh, okay. And so this weekend did nothing but stay in and watch movies in order for pizza. Yep. Total, total debauchery. (laughs) And then, uh, and then when I, uh, when Monday rolled around and I saw how much work had piled up. And uh, then I started, and, and what my to-do list was, including normal everyday work I have to do, and on top of it, packing and moving, I just, it was almost a depression. It was almost like this, God damn it. You just can't even take off two days, right. especially when moving or other major shit is going, because you will fall behind and you may not catch up again.
1: Yeah. I mean, every weekend I I basically pack now, so... I'm doing I, something I, every, every weekend, uh, at, both days on the weekends. I usually try to do something to get ready. Something's got to get accomplished to, <laughs> to get ready to move. So,
0: Oh, it won't pick itself. It, right, exactly. Gotta, and you, it, you just have it. to
1: chip away. It's one of those jobs you have to chip away, chip away, chip away. Some people look at big jobs like that and they're just like overwhelmed. Oh my God, mm-hmm. how am I ever going to get this done? And you just can't, you can't focus on the forest. You got to focus on the trees and just right. cut them down one at a time and, yeah well i have i kind of actually have a little bit of a
0: melancholy observation
1: Uh, Uh
0: with a happy ending so it's not not terribly
1: too bad so it's philosophical do you want me to get my (laughs) philosophy hat on
0: it's a little uh, maybe this is garage level philosophy um this is way better this is way higher and more intelligent then your freshman college late night dorm philosophy like dude man like if we just had more of other people's money we could solve all the world's problems man it's it's way above that but this is not you know Stefan Molyneux this isn't even average this is just an observation I have okay all right so I'm loading up the truck and uh the Gf says uh, hey did you grab all the stuff out of the shed and I'm like damn it no I didn't and I, like, I didn't think there was anything left in the shed uh, except for some maybe other items. So I go there, and it's like, no, there's still a, still a fair amount of stuff left in the shed. I remember what I had done. I left things in the shed that could not be boxed but it had to be moved uh, okay. <clears throat> and just left it for there. So guess what? I had to I, – I got to keep it, but I'm not going to use for at least two years.
1: Two years? Mm-hmm.
0: What do you have to give up? You and I have to both give up something else uh, until we move to South Dakota. And we've put a lot of work into it. You may have whittled all the way through your supply of this. Oh, I have not. Firewood. Yes, the firewood. But (laughs) since I'm not going to need, I'm going to an apartment. You know, the last Uh, time it was that I didn't have to do yard work.
1: Right. So you have so, tools in there. Yeah. You had a bunch of tools the in there. Tool,
0: yeah. All the tools are now obsolete and I'm getting rid of uh, like a uh, uh, stabilizer. I'm getting rid of the 41 and 51 gas mix oil, uh, the weed whacker. I'm not going to use the leaf blower. I'm not going to use all my tools, including I'm, I'm going to have my toolbox because of motorcycles and auto maintenance, but all my yard tools, anything with a small engine or an electric engine, that's all packed, man. And so I was kind of like, oh, you know what, that's kind of an end of an era where, yeah, I'd cut up my own wood. I wouldn't have to worry about, uh, you know, uh, freezing during winter. Uh, It was a masculine, uh, I'd almost say meditative type of thing to go out there and cut and split and haul and stack wood. Uh, But I'm also damn glad happy. I'm not shoveling. I'm not raking. (laughs) For two years.
1: Two years temporary, right?
0: Right, right. Then I'll then I'll have the new place and then I'll have to mow and you know I am gonna have the good news is uh, the person Mm -hmm. who's buying the house does not want to keep the wood burning stove. So I get to haul that gosh five hundred pound thing out, West.
1: Uh, you know, it's (laughs) like You're gonna keep it, or what are you gonna do with your wood? Yeah, stove? <laughs> I
0: I have you know how like Joe Souchere has a relationship with his with yeah. uh, Kerm his vacuum, right? <laughs> it, the, this this wood burning stove made it so I was I was done freezing in downstairs basements in Minnesota. Yeah.
1: It, I, it, exactly. It, yes. Yep.
0: It really improved my life. It really saved me a lot of money. It's one of the best investments I ever made, and I also installed it myself. Right. And if he doesn't want, it, I'm kind of thinking. You know, maybe I should just take it with. So I think I am going to take
1: it with. Hang on, to old R two D two, your loyal little wood Percivalian stove droid. Type of, yeah.
0: Yes, yes.
1: So you got that humidifier too that I got you. That little my my first gift to you. Yes, the humidifier, the uh, little tea kettle thing. Yeah, yeah. I, that Minnesota. Absolutely, wood burning stoves are a necessity. It's yeah, you you don't understand how people who don't have them don't understand how great they are in the wintertime. They just make it tolerable. And so I, I've I've thought about maybe keep in mind, but I think it's gonna add to the to the value of the house. So I'll probably just leave it behind.
0: Yeah. Um well where, where you you guys are moving straight to South Dakota though, right?
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah we just got our uh comps done on our house and we're we're a lot better than we thought we were gonna be so good. It's yeah it's it's going to be good, I think. And that sort of explains why we've been getting a little frustrated looking at house prices and going, man, there's nothing really reasonable out there. Well, that's because our little starter home isn't reasonable either. So <laughs> you
2: got
1: you to kind of readjust your equation and readjust your expectations when you understand what the you know starter home you're living in is worth. And, OK, now all these other prices make some sense. Yeah, well, and a lot of it is. People think,
0: oh, I sold my house and I got all this money. It's like, <clears throat> no, you still have to incur lodging expenses. You either have to buy a place or rent. Mm-hmm. And I, we looked at rents; they're insane. Yeah, and so it's it's not even a an issue of, oh yeah, look at all this money I made. No, that has to be immediately reemployed into another property or you will lose value on it if they keep printing off all this damn money. And then if lodging in general, whether you rent or own is going to cost you something. Right. And and, uh, that, yeah, a lot of, a lot of young people just don't get that, whether it's like, you know, the baby boomer parents sell the house. We, we bought it for $10,000 back in 1973. And now it's worth (laughs) $670,000. We're going down to Florida, down to Sarasota. It's like, oh yeah, where houses are $800,000. And so now you got a mortgage again. So yeah, that the, the property price inflation and the rent inflation, very few people consider all they think like, well, you just made all this money. It's like, no, we don't get to spend it on shits
1: and giggles. No, not at all. And and uh, yeah, it's we figured out that we could probably live for a long time using it for rent, but that's just idiotic. You know, you want to put it, like you said, immediately, you can't, there's almost no way you could time it where you, you sell your house sort of at, it's. I think it's pretty peaky you now, and the national uh, median house price has just hit $300,000 for the first time. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty peaky right now, but... But if you held onto it, that's a huge risk because property values could keep going up. And yeah, like you said, you're, you're losing, you're losing money then. So you, you do yeah. just kind of have to trade, trade your, your value for value. Just put it right into another piece of property and hope for the best.
0: I, um, someone, if I'll maybe or sell off two studies, uh, maybe this is it. Someone, couple people told me about this, and since I've been busy working, and packing and moving and all that other stuff, um, let me read through this article real quick. Millennials don't want to buy baby boomers' sprawling multi-bedroom homes, and it's creating a major problem in the real estate market. Uh, hang on, all right? Scrolling. Uh, it's well documented that millennials tend to make different lifestyle choices than baby boomers do, from waiting longer to get married. And have children spending their money on health, wellness, and experiences rather than material goods. But boomers and millennials also want very different types of houses. It's great that like Gen X is just never mentioned; like it never happened.
1: We're completely ignored. We are completely ignored. which,
0: Which is fine by me. You know what? Fuck it. Have all the news be about you two assholes. I right. I you know again. I'm no fan of Gen X either, but there's just like this. I can remember the nineties were just like the millennials today. Everything was about marketing the Gen X. What is Gen X really like? Oh, how do you work with you? How do you get the best Gen X? T- and then pff, pff, gone. <laughs> and now it's just, Nope, there was never Gen X. There was never a silent generation. It's just the millennial
1: and boomers. Now it's all that exists. We're basically latchkey ad- adults. Now we're just I- like the forgotten gener- Ah, You could take care of yourself. Yeah. Let yourself into the house. Take care of yourself. <laughs> Oh, uh, but boomers, they want
0: that. uh, It's creating another major problem in the real estate market. 15 years ago, boomers were building large, elaborate houses in states like Arizona, Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina. Uh, The Wall Street Journal reported now faced with the effort of maintaining such houses, they're looking to downsize. The only problem, young people aren't interested in buying their houses, according to the journal. Homes built before 2012 are selling at steep discounts, sometimes almost 50% and many owners end up selling for less than they paid to build their homes, Candace Taylor wrote in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, These days, buyers of all ages eschew the large, ornate houses built in those years in favor of small, more modern-looking alternatives and the preferable walkable areas to living miles from retail, Tyler wrote. Young buyers are also uninterested in outdated interior design. See cuz they can they're not they're they're choosers not beggars right dt they right. have millions of dollars and they can what was did you ever update your house
1: um well i mean yeah the the you mean as a kid or right now
0: no no right now your
1: house if i when did you buy your house i bought it in 2000 all right so you've done nothing major to it right no i've i've basically fixed up the whole thing, but on a budget, you know, not anything crazy, just right, making it, just making it better, you know?
0: Right. There's no granite countertops. No, no, nothing like that. Like that no. Right. I, I didn't do a damn thing to this house. You know, it's, I still have the same carpet here. <laughs> I'm so happy. I didn't do any major uh, updates to this house except for the exterior. So I didn't have to paint it again, but I, I, I dude, I was just happy to have a house that had heat. You
1: right. Right. I, was no, happy. I, did stu- I did stuff like, uh, I mean, yeah, I basically touched every square inch of this place, but it was, it was nothing like trendy at all. It was just, it was mainly to make it more functional, make it nicer. You know, there's some things that never go out of style, like crown molding and stuff like right. that. And but, you did it yourself. You didn't think, I, did it all I all don't myself. like this.
0: Yeah. yeah. I want everybody else to do it. I, uh, cause when I walked in, I was just happy. Wow. I like the area. It's safe. It's quiet. And I could touch up the paint. I've never once when buying a house, like I don't like this interior right this, I, this, this toilet is not big enough for me, and it's just those was,
1: home shows that that oh. uh, brainwash the ladies where they're just destroying perfectly good whatever mm-hmm. cabinets could be anything like even if i did do something i wouldn't go at it with a fucking sledgehammer i'd try to i'd try to you know take it down nice maybe somebody else could use it maybe use the cabinets out in your garage in sure, your shop sure. you know you put them out there instead i mean there's a, this this kind of idea that you have to destroy everything to put in something new it's just it makes me sick cuz there's just there's so much utility left there's so much i mean there's something there that's of value and they mm. just rip it out
0: all right, here, speaking of your crown moldings, uh, design trends have shifted radically in the past decade, Taylor wrote in the journal. That means a home with mold, a crowning molds, ornate details, and Mediterranean or Tuscan-style architecture can be a hard sell, while properties with clean lines and open floor plans get snapped up. In addition to their love of open floor plans, <clears throat> millennials are known for being partial to minimalist, low-maintenance designs. They're not being partial. They're forced to because they all pissed away shit tons right. of money on stupid <laughs> fucking degrees. Right. <laughs> I, they make it sound like they got a choice. It's like, no, you get to live here because that's all you could afford.
1: You know, I really like this corrugated metal look for wainscoting. Yeah, it's really trendy right now. Yeah, because it's fucking cheap. <laughs> yeah. You know, the those granite countertops, man... That, that's so
0: bourgeoisie. That's why I like plywood countertops. That's <laughs> right. why I do all my cutting up with the chicken.
1: It's, they did the poured concrete for a little while, the poured concrete countertop.
0: <laughs> was that a thing?
1: Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, I just don't want to
0: catch salmon. That's really, that's really <laughs> all I really want. And when you move, or not move, when you see the new Clary household uh, being built, um, it's not going to be big. Or, or, or super, it's going to be sleek, it's going to be pretty cool, but yeah, there ain't going to be no granite countertops. It's not going to be. And here's a five. We went looking at furniture. Do you know what furniture sells oh, for brand
1: freaking new? It's really expensive now, yeah, yeah,
0: five thousand dollars for a couch, right? A couch you sit in it, it doesn't sing to you, it doesn't do your taxes for you like Chad Elkins, it you just sit on it. And that's supposed to, my ass will never say, wow, this feels like $5,000. Not like a $2,000 piece of shit couch. This is a $5,000 couch.
1: I, yeah, I mean, I'll buy my furniture at Menards. I mean, they got cheap stuff that's good. You know, <laughs> yeah. I have found some places online, but it's going to be very, very
0: minimalistic. Uh, not because I don't have the money, although that is true too. But
1: uh, also, I don't believe in wasting money and resources. Uh, yeah and people just throw the fucking couches away eventually anyway i mean you know, oh this is outdated now pitch it in the trash or give it to the thrift store and,
0: uh low maintenance design and sleek discrete appliances elements not always found in older homes another hurdle for boomers looking to sell is that most younger buyers want to buy modern newly constructed homes to avoid paying for renovations or plumbing and electrical issues according to a 2018 report nationwide mortgage it's not much harder for millennials to buy a home at Homes at all? Millennials, hang on. This may not be the article then, because <clears throat> I heard something else. It's oh, it is much harder. It is much harder for millennials to buy homes at all. Right. Millennials are often seen as a generation of renters, but many of them want to buy houses. It's just ha- much harder for them to do so. Millennials buying their first home today are likely to pay 39 percent more than baby boomers who bought their first homes in the 1980s. Business Insider's Here's Hillary Huffelwer. Reported previously. The generation is also facing record levels of student loan debt, which they forced upon themselves, making it hard to take a mortgage loan, as Business Insider's akin Oyedale reported. When millennials, I like how they say, as so and so, such and such, I don't need to know who everybody always reported. Just link to the article. We'll look it up later if we want. When millennials can't afford to buy a home, it makes sense that they're they'll hold out for something that's exactly to their taste. Uh, that's okay. so
1: this is all just excuses. They don't have the fucking money. So they're like, you know what? It's not that I don't have the fucking money and I've made all these horrible choices. She doesn't no. sleep with I me. I choose I not to, to sleep with her. Yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. like that crown molding.
2: Yeah.
1: I didn't want to yeah. get into Harvard anyway. Screw those guys. <laughs> it's just excuses. They're trying to make themselves feel better. I'm not really into these big mansions. Not I don't want have... to be Bruce Wayne. No, not
0: once did I ever say I. Don't, I don't really want a Ford GT Mustang uh, with lots of food and ample amounts right. of booze and cigars. Why would I want that? That's that's for the rich and the elite. Who wants that?
1: Right. That's no. I'm I'm, I'm green. Have you seen those commercials for the banking account where it's responsible banking? Where they the basically only good...
0: pay your bills for you because you're too damn stupid to save <laughs> no. the money for it, or?
1: No, it's like that it's this commercial. I can't remember what company it is, but it's this woman, t- you know, doing her banking or whatever. And she's so happy buying her coffee after her yoga class because her bank doesn't support pipelines or give loans to oil companies or something like that. responsible banking. Yeah, there's banking now that's like environmentally friendly. <laughs>
0: okay all right i good this for the, them
1: what what bank what bank i can't remember it's it, 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 it's commercial on television so they don't they don't do pharmaceuticals yeah uh, or whatever they just they're, they're at least marketing themselves as you know all these all these fucking millennials that start their own companies this is a great observation by mrs dt mm-hmm. you'll be watching a commercial and and so it's not these two it's usually two guys, two hipster guys, right. and they're talking about socks or whatever. And we were buying socks our whole life and they just never really fit our feet. And we'd slide across the floor. So we decided to start our own company. And they always like make a big deal about we saw a problem, so we decided to start our own company. And now we make the best socks around. And furthermore, we donate a pair of socks to charity for every sock sold. And we thought it was gonna take 10 years, but everybody loves our socks. So now it's we've given away a million socks. socks. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's always this. So I so we decided to start a company. Well, bra fucking oh. Let's see, <laughs> let's see if you can connect the dots here
0: explain. Okay. Why are companies marketing their social justice warrior, political, environmental, organic, this thing credentials? Why are they doing that?
1: Well, because people are lazy and they think spending money will solve the problem rather than doing something about it. No, no. You've talked about this before. I did talk about this. It's very important for you and
0: everybody to understand. Not Okay, I can't say not one person. Very few people in the single digits. Who claim to be an, an is or an ism, an environmentalist, a feminist, uh, uh equalist? They don't give a damn about women or children or the poor or minorities or racial disparity gaps. They do not care about that. What do they care about? Why, why are they promoting uh, these positions? Why? Why? Here's what's happening the, they're, they're lazy. They're lazy. They're, they're, they're lazy too. But the companies are marketing to these predominantly, though other generations are guilty of this, holier-than-thou smug political virtue signalers. And it's working. Why will a millennial or, in general, a leftist go and buy something because it's organic? All those schmucks, purely Gen X domain, by the way. Uh back in the 90s we had that big coffee craze, the coffee cafe craze, and then it all came out organic and it this is this is this isn't anything new. Yeah, uh, fair
1: trade. Yeah.
0: Fair trade whatever. Why are millennials in particular so willing to spend extra money because it has a political thing attached to it?
1: They're willing to spend extra it's got political they just want to feel good about themselves they want to look like they're they care good good uh, why do they uh, need
0: to look like they care dt
1: Ooh, to be accepted by their peers i suppose
0: their social acceptance could be something else what's the number one thing you're proud of in your life
1: my kids yeah they don't have anything else that's all they They
0: got. got nothing else you were a good father i was a good uh Oh, what was I? I was good at many things. I was a good motorcycle ballroom rider, dancer. Yeah. ballroom dance instructor. Yes. Yeah, so I was very good. Um, I was a hard worker. I protected many nights of the campus and all this other stuff.
1: Um, you know what uh, you did, Clary, you started oh. your own company. I did say, yeah, I'm, I'm in a real entrepreneur. You should, um, but, but you don't have your commercial where you're saying, you know, I was looking at all this political commentary out there and <laughs> economics and, and uh, how children are being raised and not being raised by fathers. And I decided something to be, needed to be done about it. So I started my own company. <laughs> you don't have a commercial like asshole that. Asshole for consulting. <laughs> it's for the children, which it actually,
0: see, but here's the problem. it actually is a problem. Right. I, there is a problem with kids being mal raised or the uh, uh, broken families or the heroic single moms who love themselves more than they love the damn kids uh <clears throat> then we lie to the kids make them go into debt so that the, the big education could go make a couple trillion every decade off of them uh then the banks can also get their interest they get their little uh their little blood money there uh off of these loans that are never they take almost two decades now to be paid back so they're making nice little interest and in compounded uh, they, uh <clears throat> asshole consulting actually tries to stop
2: that right
0: we actually try to close the wage gaps we actually try to help young men and any women interested in listening to recover from a divorce family absentee father absentee mother or or uh, uh, even uh, uh the 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 they could be married but they've been outsourced to daycare because the mom and dad are just too damn rich and too damn making so much damn careerist money. They won't actually spend any time with the kids raised by a nanny. We actually solve a problem. There is real, tangible economic production and good being done both by you, me, pretty much anybody else listening to this show right now. But for these people who, who cannot wait to trip over themselves to tell you about how what you buy is or they bought is organic or how they only do shopping at or or I bank at the at the nice bank that doesn't do business with big oil. They don't do it because they give a damn about the environment or big oil or ducks getting oil on their heads in, in some kind of oil spill. They do it because they got Nothing else. They don't have religion. They don't have love. They don't have sex. They don't have kids. They do have kids. They don't really give two shits about them all, all that much. Uh they family probably they broken families that they've come from. Uh they don't have a real career or profession. They don't have fine. They got fucking nothing.
2: But
1: and they this, bought some socks.
0: So they and hey, you know what? I'm serious. What was it? I did there was an article. Maybe it was the last one you and I were on where in 20 years time, the percent of women in their 20s. The politics of the guy they were dating went from like 20 percent, like it was it a deal breaker back then. 20 percent said it would be a deal breaker. Now it's 52. Men have also gone up, I think, from 20 to 30 percent, but not as much percentage wise as women or nominally either, I guess. Um, That's because they have that's all they have. Right. That's all they've been programmed to have. That's all they've been given. That's all they were told from the age of 5 to 25. And now that Gen X is, is in is in charge of corporate America and government, and now that the millennials, some of the older ones, with this worthless SJW corporate slop are kind of starting to make their way into the ranks, that's all these companies are about. Because on the other side, on the company side, these guys, just as the, the consumer cannot tell you, Quickly enough, how much they care and how many pink ribbons they wear and all this other stuff. And that's how they buy their stuff. The companies cannot wait to sell to that marketing platform, to that marketing ideology, because there's nothing else to sell
2: to. Right.
0: You know, you can't sell it on the merits of the product. Hey, this product gets you from point A to point B with uh, comfort, safety, speed, and reliability. Whoa, wait. But Was it made in China by slave labor? I I don't know, pal. It just comes off the ships and we we ship them here and it's got some great ratings. Well, I can't have that because a car is just a functional thing. It doesn't serve them or give them this fake value or agency. And so that's why you're hearing all this. Well, I need to have
1: organic countertops and all that other crap. Organic countertops. Hey, there was the, did you hear about the hay house movement? Hay house? Yeah, houses made out of hay. I mean we we were told the three little pigs we yeah, were told I was about to say the that three little house pigs. out of hay made out of hay is a bad idea but there like there was this movement for a little while where they made houses that only lasted about 20 years they're like well, you move into a house and and it's pretty much you know what we've been talking about it's they want to update house. it they want to update it or whatever in 20 right. years anyway so there was this movement for a while that it was more environmental to just build these houses basically made out of hay that would kind of like, I don't know, disintegrate or something after 20 years and you just start over and they are a lot cheaper than normal construction. So, um, except now you got to expend all the pollution and energy to cut, go cut down some more hay,
0: haul it across the damn country. Right. And if you just used wood or plastics or even metal. Oh God.
1: I mean, that was, that thankfully went away. Um, so.
0: Oh, I'm trying, to find, oh, I'm
1: trying to find this uh responsible bank. The, the article it, that I did want to read,
0: but that wasn't it. They're talking about this other secondary effect of baby boomers getting rid of their McMansions and scaling down. You know, because they don't right. they don't have kids. They don't want they want to they want to well, a lot of them don't have any damn money for retirement. That's another reason. And so they try to get the equity out of their homes. Yes. So what guess what houses they want?
1: Who are the boomers? Yeah,
0: the boomers. Guess where they're downsizing to?
1: Well, the starter homes, I suppose. The starter homes that the yeah.
0: millennials want. What's <laughs> driving the prices up? Yeah. Which is yeah. why your house is probably because right. you got old, retired people wanting to retire. And you got the millennials maybe finally making a little bit of scratch ahead at life. Yep. Uh, and and, and getting now getting the
1: forced out of the market by boomers. <laughs>
0: oh, it's just, know, it it's doesn't end.
1: It's great, yeah, uh, yeah. My house is great. It, it is a great starter home. It's in, it's walkable. I can walk to everything. It's really, a, and that's why I haven't moved is because it is a a really great place. Um, but yeah, I was not worried at all. Like the thought of selling this house, I'm like, somebody's gonna scoop this up, no problem. My worry is, you know, I, whatever I buy on the other end, I just don't want that to go down too much. If we have another downturn, that's all. I've, I've had
0: a change of economic philosophy,
1: oh. but that's because of economic.
0: Hold, hold the horses here. Hold oh, the horses. Another.
1: Did you get another sandwich? There was a, there's a $35 super chat. Oh, shit. I figured that's worth oh.
0: saying something. Uh, yeah, let's go there.
1: What does it say? It's from Charles Mack. Charles Mack. Uh, shameless plug. Since I caught you live with DT now. I did a podcast with the Dr. David Perodin about IT certifications, changing jobs while having one, and other topics. Episode number seventy-six of the Safety Doc Podcast. That's like a commercial. Awesome.
0: I have no problems. That's great. That's with great. People plugging their stuff. One of the coolest things a guy did. It was the middle of winter, and he just put a five-dollar donation. And I think it was Steve Snowplowing six five one something or other. He was he was yeah. down in St. Paul. And uh, I have no problem, guys, if you want to do that. Now, DT is a little bit more blood money. He He's like, give me <laughs> your super chats or you're all going to be no that good That was scummy. drunk DT.
1: That you was drunk DT. DT? Yeah, it's... this is the DT's redemption. I don't know what people are going to like better. They might like drunk DT better. I will find out. Drunk but... DT started bludgeoning
0: money out of them, so... Uh... <laughs> But no, yeah, guys. If you want to go ahead and plug your shit or your site, you want to throw a couple bucks in? Absolutely, go ahead. Why? What am I got morals and
1: integrity or something? That's that's the largest uh, super chat I've seen since I've been doing this with you. So yeah, I, I had that's why I almost shit my pants. I yeah, was just that, like, whoa! That, that I had to say
0: something. Yeah, that is. Are we get we got any more? Oh
1: yeah, there's, there's a few. Up. If you want let's, to do let's, that, uh, let's catch up on that stuff. Yeah, why don't you why don't you go ahead and shoot them off here? Because yeah, when I when I to, uh, when I came over here to YouTube, there was quite a few that had already been.
0: I mean, another thing, guys, feel free to have it be like you know, quick, you know, quickie asshole consulting. Like if you got a quick question, yeah. you, know, you quick. just don't have to donate
1: money. If you got a question, you know, shoot it over. We'll qu- quickly can consult your asshole. No, that's not that's not worth time All right, Nick Shulman, two bucks. How is Operation Evil coming along? Operation Evil is is
0: kind of on hold. I don't even think I'll be able to write my millennial book by summer, um, given how much stuff I got going. Thankfully, I don't have to go out to Vegas for a while. Uh, so it's, it's just so much to do. There are so many lies to tell that people want. Uh, See, you, but could
1: it, th- do, you could do an Operation Evil for what you're doing right now, though, getting back to those, I started my own company commercials. You just get a plain white background, right? And right. you stand in front of it and you, you do that spiel. Mm-hmm. of you know i started my i started my own company you know and it's called assholeconsulting.com. com. do it in the same kind of you could even sort of dress up as a millennial that would be hilarious Caffy <laughs> dressed as a millennial <laughs> and do this. wax my beard into a curly raleigh fingers looking yeah and then you could say i i do a carbon neutral podcast because i've got plants in the room where i'm breathing you know hey, something like that you know what this is Forget being carbon neutral.
0: The fact I don't work, I have a commute. Right. And the fact I drive standard transmission. Do you know how little energy I actually use? Right, right. Compared to all these
1: environmentalist uh, uh, braggarts and Pharisees? Right. And you're not like a big eater either. You don't like eat lots of cows, so there's a lot of cow uh, No, I farts. prefer
0: chickens though, but no, I, I mm. actually eat a, a lot for a guy my size because I'm always, I got about a, yeah, you're on the move. I got a, about a 3,000 calorie per day diet.
1: But you could virtue signal about how, you know, kind of put into perspective all the asshole consulting stuff, like, like give it a leftist tilt on how, because many of us on the right are actually green. I mean, we are actually like, well, wood burning stoves yeah, yeah exactly that, I mean, that we,
0: carbon was just going to be ameliorated what's
1: the word it would be decayed back into yeah. the environment yeah either you burn it or it decays yep. yeah no, yeah yeah we
0: we liked here's here's the thing about environmentalism. if you wanted to find out what costs the most in terms of carbon production, and oil and gas and manufacturing and all this bad stuff that is presumably destroying the planet. What measure would you use to lower uh, global emission standards and,
1: and all that other stuff? If you really cared about lowering, if, if you, emissions?
0: if you actually want to lower your carbon footprint and um, <clears throat> do quote, what's best for the environment, what measuring tool would you use to make sure that you, you polluted the least? calories right
1: ooh good answer Jouel, but joules are yeah whatever okay well let me uh, okay
0: how do you how do you measure calories now you got to go and there's a it's so closely correlated to calories but it's a better better tool for measuring because it already exists it's already out there calories you got to look it up you got to estimate you got to do math you know cuz like you and I could talk about hey we went for a 5 mile hike well, how much carbon did they did they emit? Well, DT's a little bit bigger than Cappy, so DT yeah. probably expended more. There's something way easier. Weight. It's tied in there. Like BMI. This includes weight, calories. It includes everything. If you want to look at the total amount of environmental pollution caused, what's the number one metric to use?
1: Uh, you're just gonna have to tell me now.
0: Price. Huh? Price, price price incorporates okay. everything. The yeah. weight and the lost fuel efficiency in hauling a heavy stuff in a Walmart trailer is added into the price of gas. That's represented right. in the price of gas. <clears throat> the insurance of the people who have to commute to get insurance for Walmart to have insurance. Their their salaries are are in part compensated or are, are, are part of that tool in there. It all ends up in price. So, yeah. so if yeah,
1: if you're a minimalist, you're automatically a better environmentalist you, than most environmentalists out the there. The vast you're, but yeah. you
0: fucking fucking those frauds, what's his name? Caprio and uh who's the other dipshit? The ex-vice president?
1: Oh, Al Gore. Gore.
0: Yeah. Gore. He's got how many houses they got? How Huge, much they yeah. Oh fuck you hypocrite and liars. Yeah. Liars. Yeah. And here I am getting a standard transmission car cuz I like driving stick. And Oh, by the way, it's like you know 10 to 15 percent more efficient than an automatic transmission i i go fly spirit airlines because it's dirt cheap because i don't need to have champagne grown in the vineyards of france yeah. to me and delta
1: you buy used cars you know i, I imagine cars. you go to the thrift store every once in a while if you need something
0: oh god i haven't bought new clothes in forever yeah
1: um, yeah you just wear them until they yeah till you can't wear them anymore yeah. you don't get rid of them
0: yep yeah yep when, I, yeah,
1: when I, mean, I uh minimalists yeah you're you're the most we're the most environmentalist i, I always say i'm the greenest non-greeny around mm-hmm. I, I don't believe in any of that leftist bullshit but i do believe in being responsible not wasting stuff you know if you instead of throwing something away try to find somebody that could use it or give mine's, it to. mine's even and,
0: simpler you know. I, I don't want to work right i i, I want to spend money <laughs> that's, that's
1: right what it exactly is. yeah I, but you could I, do a whole back to that commercial idea with the white background. You could put all this stuff in kind of a sing-songy, like like kind of very safe delivery, like 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 millennials do, and talk about how yeah, these are all the all the tick all those leftist boxes, but as asshole consulting, you know. (laughs) I started my own company. It wouldn't work. It
0: uh, would not work. No, Operation Evil is completely not me. Like it's uh, anonymous, and if I was gonna, if I was gonna do something. Along those lines, it wouldn't be a company. It would be okay. a nonprofit. All right, just, yeah. We're raising awareness for blah, 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 because they don't even give a damn if I actually save the pygmy goats of Guatemala. They really don't care. It's just so that they can say, oh, I donated to a charity that help save the pygmy goats of right. Guatemala. I'm a good person. Right. So that's, that's where, oh yeah, we're going to help the kids. The, you know, your standard ones where, where these people actually abuse them, kids, minorities, and women, where they just lie to them, just lie to them or use them to capitalize and, and you know, make a donation here. I mean, how many billions has the Democrat party made? Oh, actually I guess hundreds of billions. Right. Uh, just selling people down the road, not telling them, Hey, you got a major in STEM. Hey, you got a major in engineering. No, nah, nonprofits, man.
1: Nonprofits. That's the way I go. Bacon Maldito. He's got one for 556 awesome of the goddamn
0: bacon.com
1: yes. website and notes. one for 527 so I'll just read both of them here question I get ads for gun insurance particularly from the USCCA it's supposed to cover you legally in case you shoot someone thoughts I've, I like I've the, heard they're pretty good I like the business idea I didn't know um, that existed well it's you know you, you could get into big trouble. Uh, legally using your gun to protect yourself, and so to have mm-hmm. have a group out there that basically is Johnny on the spot when that happens, if God forbid it does happen,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, I've heard it's I, I've never heard of anybody that had to use it, but it sounds like something that you would maybe want insurance for in today's world. I mm-hmm. mean, a burglar can break into your house and trip on something and sue you, you know, so you know that that's the sue happy society um yeah you're gonna, you're going to want to be covered yeah i'd go talk to the nra or you know go talk to some guys at a gun store see what they recommend um, Right. cuz i i don't
0: i didn't even know that product existed so i can't really talk about it oh really
1: it. yeah they yeah. they sometimes they advertise on the radio even so oh. Oh. during during conservative talk radio you know we just want to kill people and get away with it that's all no, we want no no <laughs> we
0: don't uh, we want to kill lots of people Take their money and get away with it. But but by first uh, 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 being discriminatory against them, if we could find a reason to do
1: so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So his second, uh, hopefully that that answered that one. Um, His second one is saw the convo in the comments about foods to avoid. Actually wrote a piece on that. Search the goddamn bacon, three ingredients, fast food. Should help! Exclamation point. So another commercial. Awesome. I, I we <clears throat> what do I call my commercials on the YouTube's
0: um, sponsors? I call them no. When I when I do it, I say "Cappy the whore for."
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I don't.
0: You got the money? Let's go. You get to advertise all your stuff. Let's there we go.
1: Okay, this is not an advertisement. I don't think from good old Atham Aldekuwa. Two bucks. Clary, 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 Clary. <laughs> equals lazy. Clary so. does not. I, I you won't darn lie. Darn lazy Jew, you.
0: I felt. I felt so bad taking two days off, man. At the, at the end of it, like I was just relaxing and having fun. I don't think. I mean, after a while, can you even sit and relax? I mean, uh, I knew you got your kids being a
1: father, but could you like do two full days of nothing? That would be really tough. I could do a day for sure, um, but two days that would be difficult. I like to see that's a, I I catch hell for not liking to work at my job. I don't like working at a job. But there's no it point. Drives in terms me of your crazy. Agency. There's no
0: reason for your right. job.
1: Yeah, I I you know I'm done with my work about in about half the time. So I sit around twiddling my thumbs for the the rest of the time. Right and but I love to get shit done. I love to be working around the house. I love to make progress on stuff. So yeah, I'm usually, I, it's very difficult for me to just sit down and relax. That being said, I, uh, there was a, um, a survey that just came out that said that the average American right now only gets four and a half hours of free time per week. And I'm just like, what the hell? I wow. get I get at least one or two hours a night of free time. So what what are these people doing where they're running around with their heads cut off commuting and, and not getting anything done. Really not really living a full life at all. Just they're just busy. I uh you throw I, in
0: all the kids crap they go Jimmy has to go to yes. hockey, Amy has to go to Flippy school. And I know a couple couples like
1: this. Where, and they don't have to, trust me. No. DT, my kids, they they're they're not in sports and stuff. We've exposed them to stuff, we've tried to see if they're interested in it. We've tried to push them a little bit, but they just rather hang out, you know? Well, well there's yeah, no reason to be busy like look, that.
0: Look how cool their dad is. He watches yeah. Mystery Science Theater 3000 and horror films when your daughter's 7 years old.
1: Yep. I'm trying to get him to watch it with me now. Oh, God. The new one or the old one? The new one, yeah. All
0: right. What else we got for uh, Super Chat?
1: Besides you being a lazy Jew, uh, Bacon Maldito, uh, $2.53. Atham, he's sitting. Grab your Fitbit. (laughs) Hashtag Space Bacon.
0: That's right. I got to put my Fitbit back on because I knew I was
1: going to get no exercise for two years. But
0: hey, (laughs) although it was funny, I I just didn't wear it for the longest time and then i slapped it back on before i went out to vegas i went from like 0 to 99,000 steps like within 4 or 5 days uh, and i was back in second place and the <laughs> only only one not i couldn't beat was marcus I'm like damn it you just can't beat marcus can't beat space
1: marcus man You just can't beat him so it's, no, there's no space bacon is, is he space bacon
0: bacon he's he just a, trying he, to
1: get to be space bacon
0: uh he can he's got to he's got to win at least one if you want to be uh, called space something Okay. You gotta win it. I I beat Marcus once. Atham beat Marcus once. So it's Space um, Atham. Yeah, Space Atham. Yeah, he won one time. Yeah, so okay. he's Space Athen. Uh So if Space Bacon wants to become Space Bacon, he he's got to beat Marcus. Um, and I I'd advise he's gotta be
1: top. He's got to be number one. Got to be term. number one. Okay. Got to be. So number you one. Space Aaron.
0: I'm Space Aaron. Okay. Yeah. All
1: right.
0: I'm but not space, hell, D-
1: I'm not Space DT.
0: No, you're not. No, I probably never will be. The the hell, though, it's kind of funny um, if I'm ever going to try and beat Marcus again, because the amount of time you have to put in. If if he knows you're on his tail, he will dedicate his free time to just defeating you. He will he walk walks around. all
1: day for his job, right? He walks That's
0: all crazy. day, and to beat him, I had to.
1: What was it? So you tricked I go, him. You tricked him. I thought.
0: Well, I you- did. I uh, yeah. went to Wisconsin. I took pictures of Turkey and all that because it was on Thanksgiving to make it look like I, like he could lull, like he right. could, he could take a breather. Little did I tell him, I, I, that's what I did. I turned off the Bluetooth for my phone. Oh, so my fifth, it was still track. Up. Right. And then, then I went for two walks. One was four, one was two. And then I got back. And by the time that day was over, cause that was the last day, I think I did a marathon or close to it. It was 20 something miles. I I'd have to look it up. Maybe. <laughs> but that's all you do is walk. That's all you're doing is running, walking, and hiking. You're not going to get any work done trying to beat space markets because the guy's paid to walk. So it, unless you're in the military or something, uh, there's there's really no reason to you just become it once and then you get the the title or designation of space.
1: Okay, Yep. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Steven, to join. Steven Ochoa? Steven Ochoa? Yeah, he's regular, yeah how do you say his last name Ochoa I don't know I've never met him okay he said he's got two comments here mm-hmm. uh for two bucks each he says Cappy have you checked out comedian Ron White uh is that the Texan he's one of the uh he was one of the southern um, draw the southern guys yeah he was what I can't remember what they called those three comedians he uh drinks
0: whiskey all the time.
1: Yes, he's up there always drinking. He's like he's like DT last week where he okay yeah drank, drinks whiskey the whole time.
0: I, yep. I did have him. He's like he's talking about. He's pretty good. His, what was it? His wife or something? Or his his, his girlfriend or something? saying she got her folks. They don't like me. They hate my guts. <laughs>
1: But someday they're gonna die. Yeah, I think I remember that. One. <laughs> now is he still? I, he was a while ago. I, I seem to remember him about ten years ago being really popular. But
0: yeah, no, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll tell you, you know, I think sometimes, yeah, I'd, I'd never give up working. But if you plop twenty million dollars in my hand, I, I I could just see riding motorcycles and going golfing and and hiking for the rest of my days. I I could probably. Do a very, very, very occasional post or podcast. Very occasional. Right.
1: Um, yeah, once you make it, what's the point, right? Yeah. Right off into the sunset.
0: Right. See now no one's gonna give me these super chats. See, now they know my gig is up. We're so close, DT. We're so close to the twenty million. Although did you see speaking of the thirty five dollar super chat, you see like Molyneux will get three hundred dollars a shot at times?
1: Oh yeah, I don't I don't watch him very much, but yeah, there's they want to get to the top of that list, man. They want to have they want to have that moment like I had with Charles Mack, where I almost shit my pants seeing thirty five bucks at the top of the screen. So yeah, yeah. it's All like right. red alert. It's like the the sirens go off. And so yeah, if you got a, if you got money to burn, that's the way to get a little get a little fame off of somebody famous, I guess.
0: Yeah, me, yeah, me, me, me and uh, Stefan Molyneux, right yes. up there next to each other. Yep,
1: yep, we're right there. Exactly.
0: I I don't even think he knows my name. Honestly, I I don't think he. Knows oh, he's
1: that name. asshole person. <laughs> no, he's so much nicer, dude. He's no. That I'm guy. Nobody, if somebody mentioned you, maybe he'd say, "Oh, he's that asshole he's person." That asshole guy, <laughs> maybe, maybe. No, it would be just... an asshole person. Wouldn't he say "person" as a proper British? english accent type guy <laughs> uh, I don't he's know. that asshole chap is he not chap yes the original asshole chap uh, St- uh, steven's other comment here is sarasota equals baby boomer capital of the world oh sarasota yeah, yeah that's
0: oh god the traffic is that's one of the reasons i didn't go to florida on a more permanent basis uh for winter uh the traffic is really bad down there and um The old, like ride a motorcycle. That's one of the most dangerous places to ride a motorcycle. Not that I have any statistics to back it up. We're just going to talk about me riding my motorcycle down there. But uh, the population, the fact it's not as bad as Chicago. See, everyone's worried about driving in Chicago or New York. You know what's great about drive? Why it's so safe to drive in those towns. Chicago or New New York, it's safe? Yeah, it's very safe to drive in those towns. You know why?
1: Because it's... It's crammed. There's, they're not. Never, they're, they're not moving.
0: You never go more than five miles an hour.
1: It's, exactly. You just sit
0: in traffic. That's all you do. But right. Florida's not that packed. yet. so you can get up to seventy miles an hour, and all of a sudden people are slamming on the brakes a mile or two down the road, and you think you got through the traffic, uh, but then the old people, all oh, they they oh, test them every year, save lives, test them every year. They're they're getting to the point they just pull out. They don't even care anymore. Like, well, I figure I can't see that right. way anyway. Might as well go now.
1: Uh, I just went on bestplaces.net. That's uh-huh. where I that's where I go to compare cities. They've got they've got that's how I figured out that Rapid City was a, would be a great place to move to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but uh on their opening page here, the median age of people who live in Sarasota, Florida is forty seven point two. It's that so low? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What would be another old fart town that we could compare uh, it to?
0: Try Palm Springs, California. Palm Springs, California. Yeah, try Palm Springs, California. Should try and find the most, the eldest.
1: Well, yeah, I I know for sure. I mean, some of the cities I was looking at in Wyoming and South Dakota mm-hmm. do have an older median age than than that, but they're so really? small. That's such a small town that you can't oh. really... So Palm Springs, uh, you're in uh, the pole position. Clary, median age 54.1. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Uh, if that's
0: pole position, what? That's like the highest ranked one. That's the oldest one. Oh, I don't pole? know.
1: I don't think I can sort by that, but um <sighs> you know what? Let's try Oahu or not
0: Oahu. What's uh, the town in Hawaii? Is that Honolulu? that's the main island, isn't
1: it? Honolulu? Honolulu. Thank you. Okay. Honolulu. Let's see. So this was 54.1. Ah, Honolulu, Hawaii, 41.4.
0: Well, going the wrong way. Back down
1: by Sarasota.
0: Okay. Um, Jupiter, Florida. Let's try that one. Jupiter, Florida. We need to find the baby
1: boomer capital of the world, don't we? Jupiter, Florida. 57 was there. That that was 46.1 Jupiter, Florida. That's still not it. I wonder if you're here. I'm going to try clicking on this and see if I can see if there's a ranking. Yeah, it's just that. I don't think there's any way I can sort based on that.
0: Ah, wait. Oh, come on.
1: Phoenix, Arizona.
0: Let's do Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix. See if you can pull up Cave Creek. See if you can pull up Cave
1: Creek, Arizona. They've got, yep. That's the second on the list. So there's Cave Spring, Virginia and Cave Creek, Arizona. What's Cave Creek, Arizona for? 57.5. There 5.
0: we go. <laughs> Cappy knows his United States. <laughs> see, it's very important. I spent almost 15 years riding around the country, pissing away a ton of money on gas and, and hotels and lodging and food, gas station food, by the way. So I had all this pointless trivia about the United States.
1: Like where all the old farts congregate. Right,
0: right. I bet you, Clary, you know what was kind of cool but kind of sad? So uh, a fan of me sent me a picture, and he says, Hey, Cappy, look where I'm at. And I'm looking, and I said, Pace in Arizona? He says, Close, Sedona. I was like off by 30 miles. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm getting that good. I could just, that, that near Albuquerque? Yeah, how'd you know? I just, just been through that place a couple times. That's all,
1: Okay, here we go. No, that's not, this can't be true then. Okay, so I typed in uh, U.S. city with the highest median age. Okay. And uh, it says Scottsdale, Arizona has the oldest citizens. Phoenix, yeah. Has the oldest citizens of any U.S. city with a population of 100,000 or more. Okay. Okay. The city's median age is fi- forty five point four. Okay, because Cave Creek is only like five thousand yeah. people. That's right, yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I'm sure if we found a place with a ton of nursing homes, um, and there's like just a little town, uh, we could do that. But yeah, I bet you the largest metro area is probably Phoenix. Um for,
1: for, for the, the highest uh, median for age. For the highest median age, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So that's so um no, it's not Sarasota no right still a lot of old people down there though because there's not enough i don't think there's enough um world war ii people left to really offset that no there's a there's also florida's a very popular state for younger people too uh college
0: kids um people kind of go from that southeast area go down to florida party schools beaches st petersburg's a real young town um or maybe I just go to young places, but yeah, there's, there's definitely young people in Florida. Uh,
1: so I think that, that offsets it, but yeah, you go to cave Creek. It, it looks like an art convention <laughs> cave Creek. That, that, that'd be a great horror movie title, right? A bunch of old people in cave Creek, old it's, zombies or something.
0: <laughs> it's just a bunch
1: of really Creek. rich old people. That's all it is. There's uh well, there you, you go. That could be as form of a horror movie too, right? Just a bunch of, Rich Who, what throw
0: hundred dollar bills at you ah, yeah, or something. I don't
1: know just yeah how would you make a horror movie about a bunch of old rich boomers that they just talk about the glory days all the time the, listening the movie, to the doors the
0: movie would be called <laughs> social security <laughs>
1: ah! they'd be listening to the doors and
0: yeah you know what okay you know what what is a horror show of baby boomers because they're, they're going shirtless including the women Oh, no. The Sturgis
1: rally. You want to see a nightmare.
0: You want to see a baby boomer horror show. Go to
1: Sturgis. I'm going to have to because I'm going to be in the area. (laughs) Well, you
0: don't have to go during the rally. Uh, That's when you rent your house out and you go away. Uh, But did I ever tell you about the gal with the orange shirt on that was flapping in the wind?
1: And it wasn't the shirt that was flapping.: It wasn't the shirt. It was her
0: skin was that orange and that flabby and wrinkly. it was flapping in the skin. That's, that's how bad it was.
1: And she's riding with a guy that was wearing a sweater. Type of no, thing. no, she's a gray sweater. A gray sweater. She a gray sweater.
0: <laughs> no She was riding herself. Okay. Well, anything else in the super chat somewhat?
1: No, not right now, and I will not, since I am not drunk DT, I will not guilt threaten our listening audience and oh what we got more oh i don't see yeah. all right let me get through Ch- let me get some let me get through some uh, sponsors here real quick sure all right everybody knows about asshole consulting
0: if you know someone that needs blunt direct honest truth a swift kick in the ass send them to asshole consulting we do actually want to help out our clients that's why we don't lie to them too many people sucking your dick and kissing your ass telling you that oh yeah it's a great idea just give me your money it's uh we're, and we're much more affordable Than your worthless psychologist or therapist telling you about toxic masculinity. So, if you want uh, a little bit of older brother advice, uh, go to assholeconsulting.com. Also, I have a Patreon if you want, which I think we're up to a whole whopping 60 bucks a month there, DT. Uh, 60 now? (laughs) Yeah, it used to be 118, but a couple couple people couldn't pay Mm. either into PayPal or um, what's the other one? And so they, they went through Patreon, but it was only like two months worth of that. Uh, but I have thrown up something behind the paywall, and that is sanity is the future of wealth. That is arguably my best post that went nowhere when I wrote it. So I said, fuck it. I'm putting it behind a paywall. So it is very good, <clears throat> very philosophical. Well, you and me talked about it. You We talked about it on a podcast a while yep, ago. Yep, we did. Uh, the Pence Principle, written by Randall Bentwick. Uh, lessons every man must learn from. Blasey Ford, uh, not Blasey Ford. Ford uh, Kavanaugh. Uh, he has two sons and wanted to make sure that what happened to Brett Kavanaugh did not happen to his sons, let alone you guys. And he was very pissed off. You can you can hear because I know the guy and his writing was very, very fierce. Um, and then the research he did—it's so just—it's more of an essay, but uh, the research and the data he was pulling was like, oh my god. <laughs> So, uh, make sure you don't get Brett Kavanaugh. I'd get the Pence Principle today. That's available on paper. and uh, uh, <clears throat> I think all three. Hang on. I got to give me a sec. My damn throat is just bothering me. I have no idea why. Allergens. Uh, yeah, it could be. Spores. It's the final four people. Right. They're, they're they yeah.
1: carrying that fungus that's. Uh, that can't be treated. Yeah, coughing all over the Twin Cities.
0: Right. Uh, trade the ratio by uh, Glorious Carl. Um, he has that out there for any of you who are interested in investing in silver and gold, just precious metals. Very good introductory book, and then the second half of a bo- of the book is how to actually trade in and out of silver and gold and make a profit there. Alexandra ocasio Cortez wants to stop cows from farting. Uh, that's a book by Daniel Aylman. You can find that on paperback and kindle i
1: think how how fast was that turned around i mean that was just like three weeks ago Oh, he banged it out yeah he banged it out yeah no he
0: i've thought about that like you see what's happening in the news because i can write pretty fast right and they just let the news do the advertising for me
1: um that's the title of the book alexandria ocasio cortez wants cows to stop farting that's the title
0: that's the title yeah you'll find it (laughs) It's just quotes and, and
2: analysis
0: of the dumbest things she's said. And I thought okay. it would be an 800-page book, but give her time.
1: <laughs> right, right. It's, uh, it's, right. The, it's uh, version one, or it's volume one. One, yes,
0: yes, of a 20-volume book series. orionscoldfire.com. Uh, check out our good friend over there who does some writing, but he also has a nice photo gra- uh, gallery because he is a photographer. academiccomposition.com. If you guys, it's coming up, what, about, now nah, we got two months before school lets out, right? Yes. College. Um, If you have final papers coming due and you don't want to write them because, once again, we force you to go to school for two unnecessary years of college taking classes that have nothing to do with your degree and then write papers about it, Uh, do what all smart corporations do, and that is outsource your mundane tasks of writing pointless, worthless papers. Go to academiccomposition.com and have Alex and his crack team of writing staff, write your paper for you. Also, Alex is also looking to hire people at all times, um, because it is a part-time work that he has. Uh, but if you're looking to write, because you can write leftist slop, uh, don't write any good conservative, independent minded free market stuff. Don't write any good stuff because that won't, that won't get you A's. You need to write leftist slop to get A's. So if you're an expert at writing only leftist slop and leftist slop only, contact Alex over at academic Composition. .com, and he also hires uh, marketers as well. Neither of the jobs are fun or exciting. You will not make millions. But what is the number one benefit of working for Alex DT?
1: You can work from home. You can
0: work from home.
1: And not contribute to pollution or the environment. Right. Yeah. You're being a minimalist. You've got a low carbon footprint. You, and you're helping somebody that started his own company.
0: Yep. Uh, If you're looking to buy silver and gold, call Mike over at 763-657-7843. That's Mike, 763-657-7843. Everybody should have 200 ounces of silver. You don't need to buy it today. Uh, but over the course of your life, you should have about 200 ounces of silver per person. And Mike delivers insured to wherever you are
1: within the United States, I think. Yeah, don't settle for what Judas got. I mean, what did he get? 20 pieces of silver to betray his friend and have his friend get murdered? Yeah, don't but silver, that. You silver need has 200, more value. 200 pieces of silver. That's what you need now.
0: That I would even say is a minimum. Like right. I feel oh, a yeah. lot better with with probably five. Um, and even then, I would I would say 200 uh one ounce coins. But then what I really think would end up carrying a lot more value is your junk silver, like your Mercury dimes and your pre eighty or sixty-four dimes and um quarters and stuff like that that really have no collection value, but they're small and divisible enough that the silver in them would make them a better exchangeable
1: currency. You know, you'll you'll be impressed by the how divisible I've got on my silver. Oh, really? What do you got? One one of my favorites is uh the JFK fifty cent pieces, nineteen sixty-four. Oh, yeah. And the reason why those are great is because they didn't really get out in circulation that much. So they're they're really close to full weight, where some oh, of your older right. junk silver will have been worn away a little bit. Sure, sure. So the so the the closer you get to the year nineteen sixty four, the better on the junk silver, if you mm-hmm. can if you can handle that. And I also discovered war nickels, world war two nickels. They yeah, are, I have, believe, thirty or forty percent silver. So I would you like can to get re- forty. Hmm? I would like to say forty. Yeah, I think it's like forty percent. Yeah, and so there you get a lot of divisibility with your silver. So mm-hmm. there's the, the I, I like the junk silver game too. That's a that's a good game to play.
2: And right, if, we, if worse hmm. comes
1: to worse, it's still a quarter, right? I mean, right. silver could tank. Silver could completely bottom out and not be worth anything, and you still got um legal you know, one of those big there.
0: gumballs from the big gumball machine with a quarter.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: When you're a little kid, you could barely get your mouth around it. Uh, Then we have my books, uh, Reconnaissance Man. That is a book for those of you who are about to go to college or you need to take a break from college. You've graduated from college and now you don't know what to do. If you basically don't know what to do, I argue in the book that the best thing to do is find out where you should live first. And so the book capitalizes or benefits from all the exploration and adventuring I've done in the United States. And I break down where are the, be- it's not a coincidence. I knew all old people lived in cave Creek, Arizona. I've been pretty much all across everything West of the Mississippi and nothing East of the Mississippi bar, Tennessee and Florida is worth looking at. Um, but get that book reconnaissance man. will give you a roadmap to life that not everybody has. And very rarely is given up. The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. I wrote this book. Why, DT?
1: Because you wanted to. Ha- well, one, you wanted to start your own company for no, one. No. Because you, you wanted to help Black people. No, I, I wrote it because I'm
0: racist and I hate Black people. That's <laughs> why. Fucking I published it. Of course, immediately right at the bottom, the one star reviewers come out. No, I don't need to hear no white guy. This is a racist. And I'm like, do you hear yourself? Do you hear yourself? So I started people,
1: my own company, God damn it, because I company. saw that black people weren't get, being told the truth, so I decided to start my own company
0: and write and a book. I found out, and I found out Oprah was already doing all the lying along with the Democrat Party. so uh, anyway, so uh, that that book is exactly what it is if you happen to be a black gentleman and you would like to get out of poverty and you're sick and tired of being lied to and not seeing any progress, Get this book it was written because the truth, the true Genesis story of the book is uh, I got a uh, disproportionately high number of uh, young black male clients uh, over at Asshole Consulting. And the questions all themed around generally the same topics. And so I thought, well, if there's this much interest, we're going to put it out there. So, And it's actually done pretty well. Uh, for targeting a group of people, it's only like 7% of the population. Right. Um, and particularly younger men. So, I mean, what, well, we're talking 4 or 5%. It's actually done quite well. Uh, of pet economics. That is the financial advice Bible for men and any women bold enough to read it. Meaning we're not going to tell you to go follow your heart and the money will follow. And we're not going to say you can have a kid at any time. And, oh, don't worry. The Lord will provide. No, it's called spend less than you make. Don't major in stupid shit and other brilliant tidbits of wisdom spread out over a 586 page book. Or is it 498? It's a lengthier book. Uh, it goes beyond all those things as well. Holding your hands from everything from like choosing the right degree to what is a 401k to reading a financial statement. It is a really good reference book. It is tailored towards men. Um, and I am kicking around coming out with a female version of it, but that's down the road. Uh, and then worthless. You only person's indispensable guide for choosing the right major. Uh, if you know someone graduating from high school, get it for them now so they can realize the mistake they're going to college today. And they could say, "Huh, maybe I changed my degree." Enjoy the decline, living with and living and accept living with and accepting the death of the United States. Curse of the High IQ. Uh, that book is for everybody listening here because you probably have a high IQ and have suffered from having a high IQ in ways you did not recognize or realize before. I have probably gotten my most highest compliments out of all the books uh, from this one, Curse of the High IQ, where people are like, "Thank you." Um, so
1: uh, probably maybe check into that. If you feel like you're alone, you feel like you're alone. <laughs> reading that book realizes, yeah, you are alone, but you're not alone at the same time. <laughs> you're you, just you are, hey, the hell out on you, that bell curve. <laughs> you're alone
0: and you'll forever be alone. That's what the book tells you. That's right. the happy ending. You're alone. And tragically, not only are you alone, but you're surrounded by other people that confuse you and you think, but I'm not alone. When It's like, yes, yes, you really are that's, alone. That's, <laughs> that was dark. Holy cow! Uh, Poor Richard's Retirement: Retirement Planning for Everyday Americans. Uh, that book is uh, basically teaches you the basics of retirement planning and how you need to only need about a quarter million to retire. but it basically also teaches you to how to spend less than you make. so it goes into psychology, philosophy, love for your fellow man instead of materialism and things. and so I strongly recommend going that there if you've already bought them review those online i'd appreciate it give them a star rating or or two uh and then we also have the best of Cappy's books these are the best of my blogs uh we have captain capitalism top shelf captain capitalism reserved and love letters from the love letters what the hell is it love letters to the left left, love letters to the left not from the left no they're not capable of love (laughs) They are not capable of love they don't they do not love uh that's it we'll go through the rest of these as we get through the rest of the super chats well let's go get the remainder of those we can maybe. all right yeah
1: it. we got some more here we've got charles Mack again mm-hmm. he says cappy I'd, I'd enjoy joining you on a stream for it related topics for sure you know what
0: i got some asshole consulting uh, we'd have some, to give them the <clears throat> the thing and the stuff. Oh darn it! Some IT consulting, I, and I got I got, a, I got a asshole consulting question that's IT related. Yeah. So I shipped it out to my IT guy. Um, yeah, let me let me. Um,
1: what I'll do is. Um, He's not, pro- he's not done giving money to you either. So No, no, no,
0: I know, but I'm, I'm just trying to figure out the best way to have him on because I don't want to just pull him on now, but I would like right. to have him on where we could talk about the IT industry in general because that would be of benefit uh, to the men and women listening. Um, I know
1: Mrs. DT would never do it, but uh, she could maybe join in on something like that too. So
0: No, let's keep her anonymous and yeah. enjoy your
1: life. Let's do yeah. that instead. How does that sound? That sounds better uh <laughs> yeah so uh
0: have them hit me up email me uh over at asshole consulting we'll, okay we'll get them
1: on the docket along with everybody else i've kept saying we're going to have on the docket so the next one two dollars the message was retracted so you oh, got two bucks for nothing <laughs> for nothing there oh <sighs> uh, i wonder what it could have been oh what we'll could know. it have been? We'll print that off and that'll be my last dime. There's call. no, what was it? Yeah, there's no, you don't know who it's from. It's the nope. mystery two dollars.
0: Hey, I'll take money for free. <laughs> so people don't just give me money for shits and giggles. That's fine by I like to give them a little bit of something in return. And DT likes to threaten you if you don't, but you know, I try hey. and try and be the happy side. Oh, no, that's drunk
1: people. DT. Drunk TT is the one that does that. i ah. and they How might like your that better. Is your
0: foot better? After a you know, yeah, and it's and a half. It's, okay.
1: it's still uh, it's a little sore, but not. I mean, it was nothing. Uh, the okay. Working out works, guys. It keeps you from. I mean, I would have easily been injured if, if I hadn't been hitting the gym at least twice a week. So, yeah. rainy hate- woex, rainy right. woex, rainy woes, something like oh. that. Two bucks. Are you guys looking forward to Avengers End Game? <sighs> I was until Captain Marvel came out, and
0: now I'm kind of like, I can't, it's like putting a turd in the pudding. I I just,
1: it ruined two movies with politics now. uh, Yeah, but you admitted, didn't you admit that Mad Max actually was pretty good? No, I never saw Mad Max. I thought you did. I thought you saw Fury Road. And I don't
0: care if it was good, but this gets back to the the marketing thing. They're trying to right. it may not have actually been feminist. It may not have. And you know what? Captain Marvel may not have been feminist or political either. But you right. know what? Don't make half your advertising saying it's empowering and women and rah-rah, you, you know, hero, her, ha ha. Okay, you're gonna lose me. Right. Okay, fine. You picked up forty millennials who have nothing else going on in their lives and they gotta feel good about that. All right, fine. Go, go do that. But no, now it's also it's kind of ruined Endgame because uh, I was going to go see that in theaters. I really liked the, the first movie, uh, yeah. Infinity War. Uh, right. so, so I was really looking forward to it. But I have a feeling I'll be let down, kind of like I was Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians of the Galaxy 2 guardians
1: of the galaxy two should have just never been made (laughs) how what's how what's your review of it again i love it your review of it what was it just a bunch of you do
0: oh dad are you my dad (laughs) no dad don't die dad are you my dad that's all it was (laughs) all it fucking was everybody finds their father like they didn't spread it out like oh maybe this guy finds his father and she finds her mother and and now that's the separate and maybe there's a personal development story there but but spread it out not everybody had to find the freaking dad in this one
1: or their was, sister or yeah
0: or the sister uh, you know it
1: like no. it's just I it guess was, I am good. I am looking f- I guess I'm sort of looking forward to it the only reason I'm looking forward to it is because they've done such a good job of not letting anything leak there's like no spoilers have gotten out. They've really, I mean, it was all of a sudden, Oh, it's the end of the month and it's coming out. You yeah. know, I haven't seen anything, not really any teaser trailers at all. Just real basic stuff. Yeah. And, um, so I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's good. I'm, I'm hoping it's, you know, you can have a female hero in there. Who cares? Right. I, I, but, I, but if it's, we've a yeah. warrior princess. Hello. Right. Exactly.
2: Hello?
0: <laughs> um, what else uh i'm not a big fan of alien wonder woman yeah Yeah. wasn't a big fan of that movie either but i i acknowledge it was a good movie it was a very good origin movie if there was another one with gal gadot coming out i probably would go watch that
1: uh no questions asked um and even on uh, guardians of the galaxy the green chick
0: yeah she was she was kick-ass
1: uh gomora yeah
0: yeah no, I but but there was no politics. It was just like, right. hey, here's a bunch of crazy dudes that happen in space, and they say funny things, and then right. they and they save the guard and they save the galaxy. It's like, all right, cool. You know, and yep. it was
1: cool. The green it, chick wasn't a lesbian. She liked no. She liked uh, Star Lord.
0: She liked Star Lord. <laughs> Star Lord yeah. was was a an imperfect hero. Yes. Yeah. No, it, it was. I liked the villains too. The guy with the yellow mohawk. So good thing we killed him off in the second movie, right? Because we wouldn't want that character to be in any sequels.
1: <laughs> no, I think it's gonna be good to see Thanos again. It's gonna be I I'm just kind of I'm very curious as to I don't I'm not gonna read any reviews or anything. I'm just curious as to how they're going to tell this story. That's what I'm most curious about. It's just I'm afraid read the, the end of Avengers Infinity War was fantastic. What a great. What a great risk to take for a franchise that's been around that long. To How just was it risky, just to, to well, have them all come Killing half together? the people off. Killing half of oh, them Oh,
0: yeah, off. but wasn't that canon in the comic?
1: Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that's, that. that's
0: the comic. They didn't just, this plot is based on a comic. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure, I'm sure.
1: But I mean, yeah. even the ending of the movie, it ended like Thanos was the hero. They had the shot of him watching the sunrise or whatever. Right. And then it says, Thanos will return. And, and it says Thanos will return in the credits, where usually it's always, you know, Thor will return or sure. Iron, Iron Man, Man will return. So right. I right. just thought it was a great, that that was a great ending. It just was such a gut punch. And um,
0: eh, if you're used to seeing movies where always the good guys win, right. you know, you know, it's a good movie to watch that uh, uh, everyone should watch because the good guys don't win in it, but it's still good. Uh, there's a bunch of them, but what what's yours? Bridge Too Far. Okay. That's a, that's a good one. Um and I watched that when I was relatively young as a kid. So I knew I think my stepdad even made me watch it. It's like you need to watch a movie where the good guys don't always win. And so uh I watched that and it was still a good movie,
1: but yeah, they they just
0: get their ass kicked in Operation Market Garden. That's cause that's what happened.
1: There's a bu- there's a bunch of uh, like nihilistic ending type movies. Cabin in the Woods is a great horror movie. It's got a great ending. Just a fantastic ending. Um, the Snake Plissken movies sort of have kind of sure. nihilistic ends, yeah. endings yeah. in them. Uh, Hateful Eight, um, that's a great, <laughs> great ending. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the Tarantino stuff has that kind of everybody dies at. Yeah, the end I can't, I can't do a Tarantino. I, I, it's not, not me. <laughs> so, so that's did we cover his question on Avengers Endgame? I think we did.
0: Do I? Yeah, I, I'm probably going to wait for it to come out on DVD or wait to see what the. Uh... You know who, who does a good review, honest you, and there's a panel of them, so you get people's different tastes and preferences as world-class that,
1: bullshitters. Yeah, I was just going to say.
0: Because yeah. those guys, they, um, they're um, they all different with their own different personalities, but they usually, and they're honest, they're not like, oh, screw this, you know, but uh, they said Captain Marvel was meh, right? Uh, which I believe. Uh, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to wait to see what they say because they're all pumped for it, but they have the, the exact same concerns I do um and you know what they're young they got all the time mm. in the world to waste going to a movie. Right. I don't I'm going to die soon. I'm
1: old. I don't want to be sitting it's in a movie. It's conceivable. It's conceivable that that Captain Marvel will be cooler in Avengers Endgame than she was in her own movie. It's conceivable. A lot of it depends on the writing and the director and Right. And it, it, yeah, it, that's what I heard about Captain Marvel is just kind of meh. She did her lousy job, you know, acting in the role and stuff and Maybe, maybe the, the <laughs> Kevin Feig or the, whatever will You're... do a better job or whoever's what? doing uh Endgame. Why
0: did they get rid of Gamora with her hot smoking bot? And now we got Captain
1: Marvel's <laughs>
0: twigs of intersection called her ass. I mean, come on. <laughs> just...
1: You still got, what's her name? I guess the Black Widow.
0: I'm not a big Scarlett Johansson fan. I, I acknowledge she's very beautiful, but it doesn't, uh, there's no chemistry there. There's no, her ass
1: um, is really, her ass, she's got a nice ass.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, compared I mean, they to, they
1: always make sure to frame that thing, whatever movie she's in. <laughs> <laughs> they always, that's like just, she'll walk into frame, you know, and it's sure, like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything right. else? Yeah. Um, Bacon Maldito 223 mm. says, driving now. Here's blood shekels for DT. Cheers.
0: DT's there. (laughs) That's your business idea. DT blood shekels shekels. (laughs) donate to me or I'll kill you. You know, Uh, just be, did you help out the environment? Do you want to buy your guilt off of me? Give me your money. And some of it might make it to a kid in Africa.
1: I just, uh, you know, I, I was looking at the internet out there and I just didn't think that people were shaming people into giving money enough. So you know what I did? I started my own company. Maxo oh, oh shame. Blood <laughs> shekels. With blood shekels. All right. <laughs> That's
0: the name of your book.
1: <laughs> Charles Mack again. Five bucks. I advocate pre-1964 quarters and dimes. 90% silver. Yep. Yep, that's what junk silver is. When you hear junk silver, it doesn't mean it's junk. No, no, no. It so. means it's actually worth something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that's a, that's the ninety percent. So yeah, it, um, they figure out the they figure out a multiplier per dollar. I think that's how they price them, and they'll just have bags of it. So you get a mix of whatever's in there. It'll be. Some some am, uh, amount of dollars times whatever the legal tender is. Right, the, the, the weight is. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I got it. And that's related to the weight, yeah, because the dimes and quarters and half dollars and dollars all relate weight wise to that ninety percent silver. So, cool. What we yeah. got? And another one from Charles, another $5 follow-up.
0: You, you got to stay on top of it. Otherwise, you know, cause you got to go money. to work tomorrow because you're a slave.
1: I did uh, direct message you on the tweets. We follow each other. Check your direct messages. Okay, cool. I so will do that. That'll get set that'll up. That. Yeah, maybe this month even. <laughs> and then John Steele. Oh, good buddy, John.
0: I got to have him on
1: too. With the sword. Hello, gentlemen with the Katana avatar. Um, Two bucks. The good guy... Yeah, that, uh, I sort of agree with this. The good guys did win in Avengers... Uh, <laughs> Infinity, Infinity War? War. I think hey, AB, Thanos
0: did nothing wrong. AB AB two, he was an environmentalist.
1: AB2F.
0: What's AB2F?
1: Well, that's what he says. The good guys did win in... Oh, A Bridge Too oh. Far. Okay.
0: <laughs> I was oh, thinking... Wow. Was a, oh, I, we were talking about Infinity Wars?
1: Yeah, we at, well... God. I saw an uh, acronym there, and I just assumed he was saying Avengers Infinity
2: War. Oh, no, he was great Nazi about- humor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what else? So
1: he got you. Is that, is that what you're no, He got he, me. No, he, he got, got me. Anyway, he got you anyway, even me. when he's not on the Older Brother podcast. Even when he's
0: not, he still gets He still
1: got it in there. By well, I didn't, know,
0: I didn't know the the parentheses <laughs> things was Jewish that meant yeah. that you were jewish and so atham and elkins were still like doing clary 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 I'm <laughs> yeah. like why are you guys putting my name in follow fucking parentheses they're like do yeah. you know what this means i'm like no and then they're like oh yeah it means you're jewish i'm like why are they putting jewish names behind and i'm like i'm a quarter jew what what and they are just busting my balls so
1: yeah <laughs> yeah and then we just got another super chat we could keep it going King Thorhammer, see, there's no shame. There's no shame in my voice right now. This is just all natural. This is good. Sober DT, King Thorhammer, two bucks. Why didn't you do my email request? Me? I guess.
0: But I'm. I me. am behind.
1: I'm behind okay.
0: by by a good day.
1: So this was um, earlier in the podcast. You talked about taking two days off straight and getting yeah a little no, behind. but an asshole consulting. I was
0: gone for like probably five days because I had to fly out. Well, and then I, uh, what else? I got a couple done and it was just work. Yeah, I was just working on a damn house. And then when I when I go to the airport, I take a bus um, and you can't do podcasting while you're on the bus. So you can't do it. So yeah, I'm slowly catching up. I got a couple more and I, I know I have a couple in my cap email. Uh, so we're going to catch up with all the internet web stuff to do. Certainly within the next 48 hours, because once again, DT, what is happening in this wonderful
1: state of Minnesota? It is snowing. How much? It's at least going to be a foot. Freaking At foot. least a foot.
0: April 8th. It was just almost 70 degrees out here today.
1: Right. So, yeah, I'll be... Uh, and it's, but it's going to snow sun. in Rapid City, too. It's snowing all across this uh, kind of upper Midwest area. Uh, good. Yay. <laughs> I, I, I might as well. I mean, it'll, you need days like that where you catch up. The
0: last time, did I ever tell you this story? That one time in my life, I had actually caught up with everything I needed to do. Like there was nothing yeah. that literally could have been done. And it was by work and security, okay. where I was just forced to sit at this desk for 16 hours a day. And I just banged out through all my to do list with my laptop. And it was wonderful. And now, well, You talked
1: about it on a podcast recently too. I thought where you you basically got all caught up and you're like looking around, going, "Man, I don't have anything to do. What yeah. do I do?" <laughs> it's a weird thing. You know what you do then once you get your to do list done, you find more things to do. <laughs> Add to the to do list. You just can't have a blank to do list because then you right. just
0: sit there. And then you're uh, you're that's like... the
1: whole lie of the time saving things. They don't even try to say technology will save you time anymore it's all it's all gone that's that that whole thought is out right out the window it used to be when you were growing up i'm sure you remember this time saving device and uh, they don't even try to say that anymore well you dt devices do save
0: save time the problem is that your devices all run on windows 10 and that's why you have no time if you're stuck with windows 7 or went linux hat to the matt baldoni you'd have time
1: but you can you talk decide- to charles mac about this on your it podcast <laughs> you can talk about windows 10 <laughs> uh, hey actually i did just update the uh the the, whatever the operating system I did, I turned on windows. I am like, it's been like months since I've updated the operating system. Right. I better do it. There might be some security patches I need. Right, Right. So I have it run and lo and behold, right away the same problems happening and I'm trying to figure out what it is. I turn off windows update and volume shadow copy problem goes away. It's See? I've got it figured out now. I know that you got it figured out. I've You're giving to...
0: your computer girlfriend with BPD her pill now. Yeah. So
1: she's, she's all done. Okay. I thought it might be something different. Cause it always changes. It usually changes, but it's all related to that volume shadow copy <laughs> and windows update.
0: All right. Let me bang out some of the rest of the uh, sponsors here <clears throat> and just some shout outs. And then we can get through the last of the super chats. And then I think we can be done. Um, was, oh, Elkins Comprehensive Tax Guide for 2019 and the Elkins Guide, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, uh, both available on paperback and Kindle and Amazon. Uh, both him and his co-authoring partner refused my offer to get our uh, Milfi cougar friend, babe, Mary Jo, on the cover. She was going to agree to pose in a bikini, uh, but uh, they put the ax to that. And I'm like, yeah, because your book is going to sell so well on accounting and taxes. It would be the best-selling book ever if you just spruced it up a little bit. Uh, but if you want to get the book for its accounting value or how to do taxes, okay, <laughs> they're great books in that regard. But I just I just want to make things better. We also have Runguts Guts, Pull Cones, the uh, book by Adam Piggott. Also, his uh, flagship book, Pushing Rubber Downhill, which is mandatory reading for all men out there. He also has a website by the same name, Pushing Rubber Downhill, and he also has a podcast. So he kind of does everything I do. He's kind of the triple threat. And he, I think he's back in Europe now. I think he flew back. He had his training in the United States. Now he's back in Europe, and then he's coming back again. So we'll finally be able to meet the great Adam Piggott. <clears throat> uh, the podcast archive, which, which is missing, if you go to the SoundCloud, we go back to episode 75. The other, uh, others I haven't uploaded uh cuz I switched from Podbean I think it was and then went uh when I was on episode 75. If you want that, I'll put it on a free thumb drive. You can keep it and it'll cost you 35 bucks. I've had people ask for that. Um and I'll drop that in the mail. Hey, free thumb drive. Uh we have the League of Extraordinary Podcasters 405media.com, financialsurvivalnetwork.com. Silvio Canto spelled C A N T O. Canto Talk over at blogtalkradio.com. He also wrote a book called Cubanos in Wisconsin. He is from Cuba. He was from Cuba when Castro was in power, uh, when he left and when he was 10. It's about how he ended up in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, O'Shea Jackson on YouTube, Economic Invincibility on YouTube. YouTube. Jim Fear at jimfear 138blogspotcom That's fear 138blogspotcom He has a podcast website, and he also does the voice work, for several books and some, including mine. Uh, This no-name guy, I don't know who this guy is, TJ Martinell. I don't know. Probably sounds like some guy who likes Scandinavian princesses or something. Uh, But you could check out his site. And the book, The Stringers, which was very clairvoyant, I would even say, in predicting the anti-free thought. Not free speech, the anti-free thought uh, that exists today. Smallscalelife.com. Check it out if you're into Gardening and having a small skilled life. We already mentioned world class bullshitters. Entrepreneurs in cars, a good friend, Rich uh, Cooper. And another colleague of mine, Michael Kingswood. He's an author and he specializes in science fiction, but a very special type of science fiction, DT. Do you know a type of science fiction? I'm going to say elven liberals. No, non communist science fiction. Non communist. And that's his website, non communist science fiction. And that will take you to all of his oh. sites and his podcast, which is a short stories and, and is quite apolitical.
1: <clears throat> you no know commie elves, no commie elves or dwarves.
0: Nope, nope. No.
1: What's the What's the
0: Star Trek one that is just blatant pandering to diversity? Oh, an um, episode? You mean? Or no? It's a It's a new.
1: New Star Trek variant. Oh, the new one with uh, the chick that was on Walking Dead. It's all uh, chicks,
0: isn't it? I thought it was all... And they're all diverse no. and all...
1: And... No, they said... Somebody said, Oh, the new Star Trek is the first female captain. And it's like Captain Janeway, hello? Yeah, yeah, Voyager. Duh. I like Voyager was a great show, too. I like that.
0: I are we gonna be told that there's never been a black captain in Star Trek as well. And then
1: it shows Do these people
0: not know their Star Trek? And
1: it shows Deep Space Nine going, What? I think it was literally that. It was there's never been an a uh, African American or a female captain on Star Trek before. And, and both uh, Voyager and Deep Space Nine are just looking like, what?
0: <laughs> God almighty. If you're not going to, just get the fuck out of geekdom. Oh, right, exactly. masculine. <laughs> Masculinegeek.com. All right. That's not for you fake geeks who are all like, oh, I gotta get my cards here. I gotta make sure every type of race and gender has been played in every other role without actually studying the canon and the stuff that happened before it to find out it actually did happen. And you're not doing anything new or edgy. Right. And and unlike what you guys are doing now, it wasn't what's the word I'm looking for? Blatant in your face. Yeah, it wasn't uh, pandering.
1: It was pandering. It was- yeah, it or- wasn't
0: pandering. It was just like, ah, Captain's gonna be black now. Yeah, Captain's right. gonna be a woman. All right, there you go. Right, Janeway right. could have used a little personality, although I guess that was the the character
1: she was. I think that was the play. point. Yeah, she yeah. let her hair down occasionally, and you're like, "Ooh, Janeway, really?" A- yeah, sometimes when she was on the holodeck, she let her hair down a little bit, and she was not. She wasn't an ugly woman, but she really,
0: you know, who oh, was but- who got really hot, and this has nothing to do uh, <clears throat> with science fiction. I call it the Beckett show and a uh, castle with Nathan Fillion. So I guess it does have something to do with science fiction because of Nathan Fillion's in it. Right. And he was, he was a author and he'd help her solve crimes. And she was the roundhouse kicking chick cop. And she was real businesslike and had the short hair. By the time that show had ran its ending, she had long flowing yeah. locks.
2: It yeah, was did.
0: all <laughs> feminine.
1: And I'm like, dang,
0: look at her. She's good looking.
1: Once Nate Fillion started fucking her, then she starts looking like a chick. <laughs> oh, Nate Fillion let himself go. He gained a ton of weight in that in that show. Are you sure um, he wasn't just lifting a lot? Yeah, I always try to I figure think- out, is he fat or is he just hitting the gym like too much? You wouldn't look that good. Uh, you wouldn't look that bad if you hit the gym that much. I mean, he didn't have a gut or anything. It just he looked fatter on the face and neck. And I'm just like, is that muscle or is that, yeah? So I still wouldn't get in a fight with him. He's no, he's significantly bigger than me.
0: Uh, then we have uh, Dr. David Perodin over at safety doc. I'm sorry, safetyphd.com. The safety doc. If you're interested in things safety, namely you want to protect your children, may I recommend tuning in to the safety doc, Dr. David Perodin spelled P E R R O D I N. He specializes in statistical analysis, not what we'd like to think to feel on our touchy feelies, badge. He actually does the math and the calculation. So, you know, like actuarial work. So,
1: like, your kids actually are safer.
0: You tune into that show.
1: Um, and that's what Charles Mack was talking about earlier. Charles Mack was on his podcast.
0: Yeah, Charles Mack was on his
1: podcast. Yeah, that's right. He'd probably have all the, you know, look out for stalkers
0: and uh what do they call them corruptors um
1: all oh, the yeah the the, the hackers guys. that try to scare kids into giving them info and stuff
0: yeah, yeah the no but there's a word they're influencers but that's not it either they they uh they kind of brainwash the kids
1: yeah whatever they're pedophiles in different right regards. they're yeah they're <laughs> pot belly pedos yeah yeah um
0: all right any super chats left
1: yes i've got a good. good question here that aaron will not be able to partake in at all oh, oh, oh metal drummer 67 for a buck 99 asks dt which metal bands do you like listening to metal sign so which metal bands do you like listening to aaron before me I answer classical the
0: metal I, I like van halen
1: okay um
0: a little bit of ACDC that took a little getting used to. Uh, And then I went more that hardcore industrial techno. It's like KMFDM. Okay. Revolting Cox and Ministry. Those are two heavy metal bands I definitely liked. But then they, then they made that jump to kind of more techno um, industrial electric, if it makes any sense.
2: I I know what you mean.
0: My, my, uh, yeah. KMFDM, Ministry, Revolting Cox. Oh, and Guar. Guar was always fucking fun. Guar was just (laughs) dumbass fun. Uh, But Van Halen, if you want to talk about, you know, one of the original hair bands. uh,
1: that's Yeah, Eddie Van Halen revolutionized guitar playing. So, Hmm. I mean, there wouldn't, I don't think there would be metal. There wouldn't be metal without Eddie Van Halen, really. Yeah. you're um, saying we'd still have jazz and really good music <laughs> hey metal is the most like classical music out there because because people have been training i guess what in
0: 20 years time cardi b will be on par with the beatles because you've been oh told god. to
1: oh my god the no. beatles oh my god Ooh. how
0: how is john lennon worth a million a billion dollars
1: oh wait is he's he dead, dead.
0: What? who's the who's the one that's still but McCartney? is mccartney alive
1: yeah mccartney's alive and yeah, so how, is Ringo. How guys, Ringo's how, alive too. How, how are those guys billionaires? I mean, they, they, their songwriting was really good. Mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. they definitely kind of. I want to hold your hand. Things. Yeah. That no, was... no, that's, that was, that was the the teeny boppy stuff that they did to get popular. And then once they stopped touring because no one was listening to their music, they were just screaming while they were playing. So mm-hmm. no one was actually listening. Um, they just became a recording artist, and that's when hang they did all that. Their-
0: I take it back. Listen to this. Oh, yeah. I'll <laughs> tell you something. I think you'll understand when I say that something. I want to hold your hand. I want to hold your hand. I want to hold your hand. Now sit down because if you thought that first was good, <clears throat> wait till you hear the second. Oh, please say to me, You'll let me be your man. And please say to me, You'll let me hold your hand. I I, I can't go on this. And all the girls screamed.
1: They couldn't hear him say it anyway. Fucking Christ. (laughs) Well, read the I am the walrus lyrics. (laughs) No, I don't want to read I am the walrus.
0: Cuckoo, cachoo.
1: (laughs) Um, Metal bands that I like. uh, I've been really into lately. uh, Melodic death metal out of Scandinavia. Love that stuff. Uh, Guys like Omnium Gatherum. And um, Insomnium's pretty good. And I liked, um, there's a band called Ocean, and their concept album about uh, descending through the ocean is fantastic. Um, The power metal band I like right now is Avantasia. Tobias Sammet, he's also uh, the Ed Guy frontman. And Avantasia is great because you just get all these different metal singers singing. On these concept albums that tell a story, and it's it's old school power metal type stuff. Um, those are the those are the guys that I'm listening to right now. But I I like a lot of a lot of different stuff. But most of the good stuff, right? Mercenary is another great band. Mercenary out of Denmark. Uh, f- I'm friends with him on Facebook. The the lead singer and uh, bass guitarist for that, and they were the inspiration for my Black Brigade podcast. Their song "The Black Brigade" is a fantastic song. So. Mercenary is great, but most of the good stuff is coming out of Finland, Norway, Germany, places like you have that. Quite now. extensive so,
0: knowledge, I'm noticing though too.
1: Hmm?
0: You have quite an extensive knowledge of uh, uh, of, of metal. This. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of like all these bands I've never heard of, but what? you just randomly uh, nail
1: them off like a machine gun. It's uh, there's many different flavors of metal. There's all kinds of different styles, and I tend to gravitate towards um the more melodic stuff even the stuff that's got screaming i don't mind it if you can actually whistle some kind of tune along with it so um there's some i hate sludge metal i really do not like that at all doom metal is very uh it makes me want to kill myself basically but it's just not that creative doom metal i don't find creative there's a lot of them that just they're just almost kind of noise and they're they're, i think they're trying to be edgy but It just does. It's not really doing anything for me. Um, So, but and also, um, what's the between the buried and me? Between the buried and me is great. That they're kind of a a, a, an update on Dream Theater. Basically, kind of Dream Theater with screaming. Um, And then, of course, there's the standbys like Dream Theater that I love, and all the old all the old uh, standbys that I love. But I tried to give some ones that maybe people hadn't heard of that they could give them a shot. Cool. What else? Charles Mack again for oh, $4 man. and 51 cents. He says, I have $4 and 51 cents left to donate. Buy me a scotch. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: will, why Why did he just he buy it himself? Google gets a third of this damn money. Now, now
1: There's <laughs> a slightly cheaper scotch then you'd have to buy it, yeah, right?
0: Real if there's such a thing.
1: All right, and that's it. That's it for the- That's
0: uh, it. All right. Wonderful. Hey, how is the happy nihilist coming along? Now we can plug your
1: stuff. Is that how, how many, how many pages of thought and philosophy (laughs) have you written there? I'm busy trying to move. I've actually got some ideas for what I might do when I get out there in rapid city, but other than just relax and enjoy life and have fun. Um, So we'll see if anything happens there, but um, nothing's going on happy nihilist. I am the happy nihilist and in true nihilist fashion, It's exhausting. I've done nothing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you everybody for the super chats and the questions. Really appreciate it. And this time we didn't have to threaten anyone's life. DT. Wasn't that nice? Oh, it's great. Yeah. And you'll have to (laughs) let,
1: let us know if you like drunk DT better, I guess. Do you like sober DT or drunk DT? They're two different channels. So I guess you'd have to go over to Aaron Clary uh, channel to hear drunk DT, but. I was if completely I'm
0: aware, we're going to have drunk DT on.
1: I can prepare and then we'll, okay. Uh, we'll, uh, <laughs> what was that like? When did you figure out that I was getting drunk?
0: When I had, when you interrupted me by about the eighth or ninth time <laughs> by second 31 of the show. I no, think that it would, wasn't
1: that early. It wasn't it was,
0: that early, no, but it was, no. it was like, eh, you know, well, you've been known to have a cocktail or two. I mean, that, yeah. that's, that's not, but you were, you were fighting your leg there. Um, What else? All right, let me close this out. Um, Anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. If you'd like to help out financially, you can by going to olderbrother.com slash donate. And there's two ways to donate, in which case you get nothing in return. Nothing. You go to Patreon in case you will get nothing. Then you will go to PayPal, which uh, you can donate, and you get nothing. Uh, You just get warm fuzzies. But then if you would do all your online shopping through my Amazon affiliate program, That link is at that website. Uh, Just go there every time you do your online shopping. And whatever you buy, I get a 6 to 7% cut. And what do they get, DT?
1: Uh, They get something.
0: They get something, the things that you want to buy. So it really is just a change of habit. You don't pay anything extra. It's just going there. It's driving traffic to their uh, site. And I get a
1: commission. That's it.
0: Uh, Vote, comment, like, subscribe, and share. And that's it. Anything else, DT? One Uh, last
1: super chat, and it's a good thing to leave it with, where I'm from Rainy Woex. He says, and this, I do agree, Google image search Captain Marvel Spider-Man comparison, and it's pretty good.
0: (laughs) Hang on, hang on. Let's take a look. Oh, by the way, Thor, uh, if you don't hear from me, email me over at Cappy or something. Let me know. I guess there was a
2: thing that it
0: got.
1: Um, What was this, Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel, Spider Man comparison
0: and comparison.
1: Image search. Yep.
0: <laughs> With Tobey <laughs> Maguire,
1: it's not Toby. It's the new guy. I think. <laughs> oh, God Almighty! What <laughs> is like... wrong?
0: <laughs> Come
1: on! You're not. You're not gay, Cappy. You're not gay. For- For thinking what you're thinking.
0: I'm just kind of, no, I'm just shocked at how bad her ass is, man. I mean, I know it's no reflection upon her personality. Her personality sucks for completely other reasons, but gee whiz.
2: All right. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, thank you, DT. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you guys later. Take us out appropriately,
2: DT. Toodles. Toodles.